The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Oh my God, he's going to knock over that picture. He gets up on the TV tray and on the, on the uh, console thing, what do you call it, the cabinet, yeah. and then reaches for hanging pictures and tries to get them. Anyway, how you doing? Look out, it's only me, it's only the Kimmer. It's Monday the 30th already of January. There's one more day and then it's freaking February. And by the way, people say February, you're idiots. <laughs> Wait, I'm saying, really, I think Walter Cronkite used to make a use of February. So what do you mean? I just, February. you don't pronounce it. He was a communist he anyway. He's a freaking goof. But he, he was too, by the way. He, he was really a socialist. Was. Yeah. No, I, no, but how he got away with that for 40 years, it wasn't until, you know, like, I think it was like, wasn't it the year after he retired, suddenly he starts coming out with these commentaries about, uh, Russia had it right back in the 50s. And I go, whoa, what? Yeah, he, he's riding around in <laughs> his yacht off Martha's Jeez, Vineyard. Yeah, yeah. Living the good life, tell everybody else and it must, you know, that they have to cut back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jackie Kennedy at his elbow, I guess probably. Anyway, uh, uh, it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. <laughs> uh, forgot entirely there in the uh, Kimmer Show podcast with Pete Davis. So I'm yelling again. Sidekick producer and sports rack on tour extraordinary. I am assuming later today, or did you already do it? Holy later crap today. Sports later today. And boy, in is fact, that a doozy. We're going to talk a lot. And by the way, just I, I have a lot of sports stuff to talk about today. The playoffs, the refs, the calls, the yeah. decisions, the play. I mean, oh, my God. Speaking of sports, you got a shout-out today on 680 The Fan. I did. Uh, uh, Nick Cellini was doing a promo for Extra, talking about how they have all the conservative talk. They got Neil Bortz, and he goes, uh, and they had the Kimmer, and he went, Simplify! <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was it. I'll take it. <laughs> Thank you, 680. Uh, and that's still a Dickie thing. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. their big thing. Which yeah. is our 106.3 thing, yeah. which is cool. Well, I just want to make sure. That yeah, because one of the big news is locally over the weekend was the retirement of Scott Slade. Yeah. Well, he's oh. done work for them. Scott Slade. He's At WSB. Yes, WSB. Yeah. So what they're trying to do is they want to shift people over. Oh, I got to, you. So. Yeah. So that was kind of the big local news of the weekend is that Scott yeah. Slade. He wasn't conservative. Well, he was just monotone. He, he was literally down the middle informative. Well, uh, okay, I'll tell you. I came here in 1972 as the morning man with Skinny Bobby Harper uh, on the morning show and, and Larry Munson. And I was the morning news guy. Uh, and I did the 7 o'clock news and all, and all this stuff. And Scott Slade was the traffic reporter. Yep. And then when they fired, when uh, when Skinny Bobby Harper and Kathy Fishman and I all got fired in 19, was it 91 or 89? or 90, somewhere in there. Um, does that sound right? Anyway, um, yeah. And we were number one by a mile. I mean, oh, yeah. but we were we were starting to make some serious money. That's where they fired That's us. They we fired were making $100,000, which at that time, I, I was making, for the first time, I was making $100,000. Yeah. And they money. just did not want that to happen there. So they fired us all, and Scott Slade became the lone single, instead of three of us, 
the one anchor man probably making I don't know what he's making back then I guarantee he wasn't doing that but, but anyway he's been a nice man very nice man uh, he's uh, you know a broadcaster kind of a host well, and they, that was his job they realized they didn't have they didn't need big personalities they had the, signal they had the, well, we, had, we had a 30 share I know. not anymore I mean when I did the afternoon show there they they had a we had a 30 share I mean <laughs> anyway um, so but they hate me now for whatever uh, in fact my, our old boss at uh, at GST, Ken is, Charles is, is over now, now back. He went to California. Now he's back running that radio station. And I'm waiting for the call. We know we're available. Yeah, that's <laughs> we we got along with Ken. I'm not, oh, saying, I'm not, I'm not expecting. <laughs> no, I don't think they're going to be calling. They might be calling you guys. They're definitely not calling me. Anyway, um, but good luck to him. Uh, Slade was on forever, and yeah. you know that's people loved it. People loved it. Well, it uh, it, it was it was definitely. Uh, I mean, what an experience for me. I, I've told you some of the times I've had it. It just was un- unbelievable. Uh, anyway, um, uh, God, we got so many things to talk about. Uh, we, we have, we've got the topics, the issues, Friday night, both videos of the Pelosi hammer attack and the Mem- Memphis police uh, beating were released. So the whole weekend was all that stuff. And I have a lot of comments about uh, uh, President Showers with daughter once again uh, uh, holding the tradition of uh, Barack Hussein Putitat, the coward in chief, the divider of America, uh, trying to divide not only the races, but also people from their police departments. This is not, uh, uh, this is not prove that America has racist police departments that need to be cleaned out and defunded. Bullshit. Anyway, well, it was all, all kinds of stuff. And so we got that. We'll talk about all that kind of stuff. We'll talk about uh, 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 the. Uh, oh, uh, uh, we're going to play some uh, Mr. Rogers for you to kind of bring a lot more liberal stuff going on today, which really uh, uh, freaks me out. Well, uh, it turns out the Georgia elections uh, were so good that people are so proud of it. Hey, Stakey, did you hear the news? Uh, we turned out great in Georgia, despite you're uh, making $100 million off the little people. Uh, we'll talk about the melting robot, Terminator 2. It's here and it's real. Uh, you'll hear a comedian talking about why you should only get drunk a little bit at a time. Uh, some liberals of the uh, 1619 Project, a whole bunch of things. Uh, quickly, boys, uh, uh, I just got in the mail from National Funding. Uh, we have qualified for $300,000 cash in as little as 24 hours. So I, I left a message and said, we only want $200,000 up front. Uh, thank you, and we can't wait to, uh, to get the money. So that's kind of exciting. Um, also, uh, uh, I'll get the, a couple quick thank yous. A couple quick thank yous. Our, our friends at, on Venmo. Um, uh, Greg uh, said he sent his money because it's cheaper than eggs. Fernando, I mentioned from Houston, joined the show. And then Donnie uh, just sent us a very nice donation. Says, hey, Pete, get the house. Uh, still looking for house, are you? Uh, apartment? Yes. Or, yes. Uh, and says, Pete, get that house in Alpharetta close to the Kimmer. I'll pay to patch the pothole just to listen to the carpool. <laughs> well, I don't think there'd be a <laughs> carpool. That would uh, be funny. What the heck? You up, you're day you pick me you're up. late. <laughs> you're standing go outside no, go live with on Facebook. Your monkey's lunchbox waiting for me to pick you up. <laughs> uh, although we're not Facebook anymore. Can we that go would live? be a hell of a film. It would be show great. Drive out and pick Guys in cars, you know. <laughs> the podcast in cars. <laughs> and we alternate vehicles. We're either driving either. We you should know? do that one That could be a, funny. Make a video. Just go live or, or yeah. a video. Yeah, I just, you know. <laughs> Look out, you hit that guy, you know. <laughs> 
whatever, go backseat driving. Um, a couple of quick things. Um, okay, my uh, my uh, younger daughter, my final uh, born child, uh, sweet Sarah, is married to a terrific guy named Dan. He's an attorney and he's a Michigan grad from the regular school and law school and everything else. Uh, great guy, and they've been married for many years, have two wonderful kids. I've talked about Brady and, and Molly. And uh, and Dan, I know Dan's birthday, I, I, I figured it all along was January 30th. For some reason, I have a mental block, and I for, forgot to write it down in my little book of, of names and addresses and stuff. And so yesterday, or so I bought him a, I, I got him a, a birthday present two weeks ago and mailed it to him, so they got it in the house. But then yesterday, maybe it was this morning, I guess this morning, I sent a note and I said, uh, by the way, uh, happy birthday, Dan. I hope, it, or I said, I hope it wasn't, or I, I'm, I'm, I hope, it's, I think it, it might be today uh, or maybe tomorrow, but I hope it wasn't yesterday. Well, I got a note back. Well, actually, it was Saturday. <laughs> so, so, I've, so I missed, but anyway, happy birthday, Dan. And uh, he was, you know, real cool about everything else. So just, just delayed wishes for all the folks who um, have heard about my family. Uh, Bobby Hull died. 84 oh, years old. Bobby Hall Bobby died. Hall just I didn't, died. I didn't know. Uh, it was, I just heard it uh, coming in a minute ago. Uh, old number nine, uh, Chicago Blackhawks, and then he retired, and then he started playing again. He played for like 30 years. The Golden Jet. Yeah. The Golden Bobby Jet. Bobby Hall. He was. Stan Makita. Uh, Bobby Orr. Tony Bobby Esposito. Hall, Stan, yeah. All the Blackhawks there, team. Like, all, uh, uh, and Bobby Orr was, ba- was the Boston, Boston guy. Uh, and who's the guy who does the commercials that... Uh, not Gretzky. Oh, you, um, Messier. Uh, yeah, Messier. I mean, there were some uh, super names, but he's one of the old names. Uh, oh, Bobby uh, Hall, uh, yes, uh, from the Rocket 70s. Rocket Richard, uh, all those guys. Oh, back Andre, then. Rocket Richard, yeah. Boom Boom, Jeffrey Ong. I've ever, I've ever him oh, called uh, into the game of Boom Boom, Jeffrey Ong. All right, show there. <laughs> the Mahavlis anyway, brothers. Bobby Hall. great teams. Yeah. For that Bobby Hall was 84. Bobby and I still believe uh, hockey crowds are the are the toughest crowds to hang around. If you're if you're a troublemaker, you're going to find trouble at a hockey crowd. And his son Brett Hall, another great player. I, that's right too. And he Brett. played a very long time too. And I remember back in the days when I was in prep school, my uh, my our hockey coach um, also was a semi pro hockey player, and we used to go watch him in town. And uh, her name was Carl. Some really had but had no front teeth. And this was back before anybody wore helmets. I think even the goalies did not have face masks. They wore oh. helmets, but no face masks. Right. I mean, it was some. I mean, <laughs> man, Gump, those were the Gump days. Worsley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so have a, 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 a sorry about that. And uh, Bobby Hull, what a, a hockey hero, 84 years old. Oh. Uh, a couple of quick things. Oh, I got a, a, a couple of weird messages to get to in a second. First, a quick thank you. Uh, Kimmer, you ignorant slut. Oh, just kidding, Marine. <laughs> that's, no, what guy, no. that's what it says. Kimmer, you ignorant slut. By the way, that, the first time I saw that on Saturday Night Live with Gene Curtin, and who was the guy who uh, was it uh, Dan Aykroyd? Dan Aykroyd. Uh, and they played because back then there was a point counterpoint with Shayna Alexander and whoever the other guy was from C- uh, 60 Minutes. James uh, 60 Jake Patrick. Min- James uh, Kirkpatrick. Yeah. James, yeah, 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 and those, and it was called point counterpoint, and he would say, "Well, um, once again, you've gotten it wrong." My da da da. So Saturday Night Live came out on and said to him, and, say, and now <laughs> point counterpoint, and she starts off and saying something. He says, "Jane, you ignorant slut," and it just, boom! I mean, everybody just went nuts, and that was a routine that lasted for a very long time. Anyway, so uh, Kimmer, you ignorant slut. Just kidding, Marine. Thanks again this month for providing some much-needed perspective as we move on through these crazy times. My wife now tells 
folks. Not everything is a thing. <laughs> you got a great wife there, my friend. Uh, thanks, guys. This is from Mike uh, in Powder Springs and with a very nice uh, donation for us, too. Oh, We're very, very you, grateful. Um, and uh, another one, too. Also, I was going to put this on Facebook, but since I can't get on Facebook because we got hacked by the FBI, uh, who's been following me with drones, by the way, I got a very nice package in the mail the other day uh, from uh, Sergeant Grit from... M.L. Purcell, and I think that's Mary Lynn. Uh, mm. I, I, just the initials on it, but I think I got a note, and I think it was from a Mary Lynn a few weeks ago saying she was sending me a, a, a present. Oh. I think this was it. Oh. And it's, and a, it's a long-sleeved uh, Marine Corps T-shirt that says Grumpy Old Marine. <laughs> and, I th- and I was going to say thank you on Facebook, but we're not on Facebook. <laughs> what did we used to call in the newsroom? Oh, Goba. Remember Goba? Gene Blaine was Goba, Grumpy Old Bastards of America. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Gene Goba. Blaine. Oh, my God. I've heard that Gene name Blaine. <laughs> a bus. No, <laughs> the famous one was he would do break-ins for the Braves games for news. He goes, a busload of nuns goes over a cliff. Nuns survive. Enjoy the rest of the game. <laughs> I'm Gene Blaine. Didn't he die not yeah, long ago? He, 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 did. he died a while back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was the. I remember Gene Blaine. Oh my God. <laughs> Gene Blaine. Anyway, just a little reminiscing here for you, folks. Um, I right, hold on a second. I got that. Oh. Um, uh, a couple of quick app things, messages, just very, very quickly. Uh, we got a very nice message from John Kuka. Says greetings from Uganda. Oh, Uganda. We have a fan Kampala? in Uganda. Good, good, good. Kampala is Kampala. Bu- yeah, Kampala, Uganda. It's the only city I know over there. I mean, it's <laughs> unbelievable. And then uh, and then Jerry, our buddy, Jerry sends me jokes every once in a while. From, yeah. from, and, and this is a, kind of a classic, but I thought, well, you know, we can we can start with a little joke, right? A little sure. fun time yeah, for 30 seconds. Uh, in Texas, he writes, there is a town called New Brunfils with a large German-speaking population. One day, a local rancher driving down a country road noticed a man using his hand to drink water from the rancher's stock pond. The rancher rolled down the window and shouted, Sir Angenirhum, drink das Wasser nicht, dein Kunden haben deren Guschenschinzen. For those who do not speak German, such as the Kimmer, this means, glad to meet you, don't drink the water, the cows shit in it. The man shouted back, I'm from New Jersey in New York. I'm just down for campaigning for Joe Biden. I can't understand you. Please speak in English. The rancher replied, use both hands. <laughs> just for the record. By the way, I just got a message. Yeah. And it's, uh, oops, where was it? Was it a, what does oh, the but it was on, say? Uh, well, I don't know how to Keep find us it. Keep in suspense. Well, how do I find my messages? Oh, wait. Oh, it says, new pony has been successfully uploaded. It will appear under your profile in a few minutes. Oh, uh, the video. Two videos already up on Rumble. Well, we're going to talk about uh, Facebook here in a second. I think I may, in fact, fact, get right to it now. Oh, can I do one? um, Again, we have lots of newsy stuff. A quick, I've been complaining about the movie Knives Out, which Pete and uh, and I found you didn't see it. You never saw it, did you? I have not. Okay. Pete told me it was a great movie, and it was. I watched it, but but my DVR cut off before the last, like, one or two minutes of the program. (laughs) So then the other night, and and I think I mentioned this to her, I sent notice to Pete, and I said, oh, my God, Knives Out is on TNT. Now, this time, I not only DVR'd the movie Knives Out, I DVR'd two programs after it. So if it cut out one, I would get to that. Okay, sure enough, I'm not making this up. 
The DVR cut out at the end of the D- TNT movie before the ending. Why? So I, if I hadn't recorded the next show afterwards, I still wouldn't know. But I did record the next show afterwards, so now I do it know. It shouldn't just be doing that. that. That's only on sporting events that go long. That I, it should, that's, well, it, but it's, it's the it problem. It, it goes right to the exact second, but most yeah. of these network feeds have an overlap of, yeah. you know, they go in, especially places like TNT, because they put in extra commercials and they overlap. I mean, it's a, it, that, they do it on purpose. Yeah. Uh, but my DVR... VR just says, you know, 10 to, to 11, period. And there's no, you know, anyway. Uh, so now I'm, I've learned my lesson. But anyway, so so? Uh, so the quick ending is, okay, remember that what, what happened was at the end of the show, the uh, the bad brother, a bad well, son no, or no, brother. No, don't. He hasn't seen it yet. He well, Flounder, do you care if I tell the ending? Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's been out for four years. So, right, you know. Right, right. Okay. Anyway, so the bad brother tries to stab the, the hero, uh, star girl, whatever her name is. He tries to stab her. It doesn't work because the knives are phony. And then uh, they arrest the bad brother. The scene starts to end. The show ends as uh, the guy bring him out to the parking lot. He's handcuffed. They take him away. Don Johnson, one of the other relatives, uh, is, uh, you know, saying, you know, what do we do? Let's get together. He wants to get the money because the, the young girl was given all the money from millions yeah. of millions of dollars and family was cut out entirely so Don Johnson said, come on we gotta do something we gotta do something they show up the picture of, uh, of uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and she's now at the front door reading the note that's, that tells how her husband was cheating on her mm-hmm. okay then you cut to what, the, what they had cut out originally before uh, part of the thing was Sean Connery who played the uh, sort of gay investigator uh, tells no, the no it's not Sean Connery I, no, no I mean the other James Bond um, Daniel Craig Daniel Craig the other James Bond yeah <laughs> I'm close I'm close Again, your names will not come out properly. I'm sorry. It's Sean, just it's a head Sean. thing. Well, whatever. The brown guy, you know, 007. Anyway, um, so he says to the, the girl says, well, I should give them something, right? Because, you know, she, she's like 20 and, and now worth $80 million. And he says, well, I know what I would do. But... I have my own standards. I'm sure you'll do what your heart tells you. And then he fades off. And then you see at the very end, all of them, what I didn't see before was them looking up to the balcony and she's on the balcony very calmly holding a coffee mug. And the coffee mug says, my house my rules <laughs> but you can't really see it it's yeah. between her fingers yeah. but that's the final that's it that's how it that's the ending though and she's keeping the money yeah. and they're on her own you know so but again it took it took you know, like two weeks and three movies to <laughs> but that's the ending okay now, the sequel glass is out glass onion is not as good i'm afraid in fact oh, the really? ending is really i think the indian ending is stupid but it's a good movie up until the end. Yeah. I well, think. that's too bad. But anyway, yeah. the, the Knives Out was was definitely but it's entertaining. Worth watching. It's it's funny. Yeah, it's it was good. It was well, well, it was well done. Oh, it was good. one of those. It was like that Budapest Hotel thing. It was it was Grand different Budapest. and strange and well done. Um, okay, now uh, you want to do again? We're going to tell talk about Facebook, and we <clears> just changed, and we're going to we made double change. Yeah. And before whatever. we do but that, before we do that, <laughs> double secret probation. Yes. We're, yes. We, if you got on our Facebook page, you realize, gosh. They've gone into the closet somewhere. We can't find them. Yeah. Well, you can do that at Atlanta Custom Closets. Hi-oh. Closetpro.net, 404-255-0589 is the number. Give them a holler there, Atlanta Custom Closets. Ladies love the closets. Men, I love a big walk-in closet. Closetpro.net. I've got them. My T-shirts. I need a place for my T-shirts. Man. Well, I tell you now, I have this, I have a three-bedroom townhouse that I rent, and, and of course, I you know, live alone, so I have three you know, walk-in closets. That uh, Have you looked at well, What's the latest on you're looking for apartment or a house or whatever? Uh, the Cottage. two places I like were already rented. And the other ones I, I saw from, De- I basically went to Dawsonville to coming down. There's some cool ones, but some of them, 
they're in neighborhoods that the, there's just their cookie cutter boxes, and yeah. I just hate going home to that every day. It's just well, I, 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 I want I, just I, a house, you know. There's got to be some place in in the, the North Georgia suburbs that has a coach house or a pool house. No, or not a, I want a house. I, I need a place for my stuff. I don't need a little place. Well, I need a, a two or three bedrooms with a garage, and and that's all. But you would think I'm asking for a mansion or something. It's Don't unbelievable. We, aren't there uh, uh, like apartment finders? Well, here, here's the problem with the finder things. Here's what you what do you do? You can't talk to a human anymore. No. You, you see a house and you hit on there and says, "Okay, apply for a tour yeah. to meet up with someone for a tour." They don't meet you anymore. They just tell you to show up and they give you the code to get in the house. They or you can walk around it in 3D on the computer. So they so here's one uh, try on or try on something. You like this house? <coughs> and they don't want to send me the email. This house is available. So I and it says, sign up for a tour. So I go in there, it says, put in the address. I put in the address, can't find the address. It, the the, the very God. thing that sent it to me says it can't find their very own address, and there's no phone number, nothing to talk to a human being about it. If you're talking to a human, that problem is solved immediately. Cutbacks. And they're going to go to this chat. GPT would probably be an, a better because you're actually talking to a computer that can talk back to you, but they don't even have that yet. Yeah, it's got to be because nobody's nobody right. wants to work, and they don't have people. Can't hire people to, or it's not worth it. They can get away without. In fact, that it doesn't work. It okay, just doesn't so work. All right, so for the record, uh, again, this is a worldwide thing on a podcast. But Pete's looking for a, a house to rent in North Georgia, somewhere north of, of Atlanta, north of the perimeter, north, north Georgia suburbs yeah. in that area, and. We're talking for Delonica to, down to Roswell, yeah. over to Canton. Okay, so to, to you know this area, you know, yeah, then he needs, and, and, and if you can find two, uh, let me know, because I... <laughs> 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 well, I, you know, I started paying a lot. Of, I we mean, I'm, be paying, neighbors. I'm paying a lot of money, at the, and I had, since I was working when I got hired back, and it was, it was yeah. fine, but, you know, anyway, so whatever. Now, this business about cutbacks, I, I heard a funny story coming in on uh, Media Minute with Howie Kurtz. I, now, sometimes I like him, sometimes I yeah, don't. Right. Uh, he can be a little bit of a fop and a kind of a <laughs> smarmy little dweeb but he does you know he, he's not totally stupid but he made the point uh we've talked before about um the uh, uh a congressman the new congressman from new york george santos yeah. who fudged everything on his resume basically i mean you know not everything but even he just got caught in a whole bunch of uh, if not outright lies exaggerations and things that were some were lies and some were just exaggerations anyway guess what how he did a story it turns out that George Santos's staff, and I think as any uh, staff of any candidate does, does opposition research. I mean, we've seen this in every movie that's ever been written about a politician. They get opposition research to find out what they can find out that's bad about their own client so they can uh, deal with it in advance before someone else finds out. That's the story. So apparently the George Santos's staff knew that he was fudging all this stuff, but they didn't confront him with it because, one, nobody thought he was going to win. And secondly, it was secret and nobody was talking about it and there was no interest in him at all. So they said, Jesus, this, you know, this is never going to come out because nobody gives a damn. All of a sudden, somebody apparently got, got the report leaked. and so, But the other candidate, who was a Democrat, 
apparently looked at it and said, and, and he said, geez, I don't have the staff to try to confirm all this stuff. I don't have the money. I mean, this is some little congressional district in upstate New York or whatever. He says, I don't have the money to confirm all this stuff. He says, I'll tell you what I'll do. So the opposition candidate, the Democrat candidate called the media and he said, I've got this stuff, but you know, you need to check it out to see whether so-and-so and they called the local you know, newspapers or whatever, but they didn't have anybody on the staff who could spend time to look into the story. So, so it turns out that everybody knew all of this beforehand, but one, they didn't figure he was going to win. Secondly, they figured, what's that? Isn't that their job? Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, job? that's a journalist's job. Journalist. Not anymore. Not anymore. I mean, that's exactly how they've gotten I away know. with all this stuff. But again, the point was because of, uh, because of cutbacks, uh, no, there was nobody to assign to the story. Why do you think Atlanta's so corrupt? Because there's not, even the one newspaper doesn't do its job. Uh, this morning, in fact, I was going to bring it in. This, the newsy section of the, of the uh, Al Jazeera Constitution uh, is four feature stories. There's one on people really dealing with suburban traffic in Dahlonega or whatever. And then the second one was on, ooh, uh, Lithia Springs is going to have a new uh, fishery study plan for their reservoir. I mean, I, four well, page and of course, feature the, the obligatory Emmett Till story. <laughs> and then the temple I mean, bombing story. I mean, my God. And then the Leo I mean, What's-His-Face it's just, story. It's wire service feature stories. Uh, same thing, yeah. There's nobody there. Jesus. Eddie, oh, I mean, it's just... Didn't they move from downtown? They're out... They were, they're up 285 or something? Oh, yeah. In I a think smaller was, building I or something? I think they sold the same way CNN selling their building for the money, I guess, probably, whatever. But anyway, I, everybody about George Santos knew all along, and nobody did anything about it. Now, there's, now they've got him, and they're saying, oh, geez, well... <laughs> anyway, I thought yeah. that was pretty bizarre. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of politics... <laughs> yes. Shannon Burke sent me a thing of uh, Paul Pelosi standing there in his business shirt and his, his shorts with a cocktail in his hand. And he says, man, this Risky Business 2 trailer looks pretty wild. <laughs> in fact, I, I've got that written down in my notes. We're going to get to that in a minute. Uh, but again, if you haven't seen the video, you've got to see the video of that. I mean, I didn't see uh, They cut it when he went to the hammer attack. But but still, Paul Pelosi shows up in his underpants with a cocktail. They didn't cut it. They, they didn't cut seen, it. They didn't see where, where the guy falls on Pelosi. He's out cold, and the guy's on top of him. No, I didn't see that. And part. the cops are trying to pull him off. Said, so give me your effing hand. Give me your effing hand. Yeah, because yeah, what happens is, is when when he strikes him, that's when the police go in. So you kind of with the body cam cuts for a minute, so you yeah. don't see the actual hit to the head. Yeah, that's but you they... see him uh, taking the hammer and swinging it at him. Yeah. Yeah. He's out. Yeah. Well, the hammer. And the hell. other thing is, is there was people talking this weekend. Who opened the door? He did. There was a third. There's there's a third person. Uh, no, I don't and again, these are conspiracy that. theories floating around, but someone was saying there's a there's a person on the left side you can see. But here's what I do. If I'm there in my underwear and a shirt, there's a guy next to me that yeah. I think is going to hit me with a hammer. I'm not sitting there arguing with him with and, and playing around with one hand while he's got two on the hammer. As soon as the, I see the cops on that door, I'm running between the cops yeah. and let the cops deal with it. Yeah. What is he doing standing there wrestling? Well, I'm wondering if he's he knew drunk. Him. He was a friend with him or he was a drunk he knew him he didn't want him to get in trouble well all right let's let, let's finish up talking about this now because there's another angle uh, two things the only possible explanation to me that would explain why paul pelosi didn't immediately bolt out the door was one that if he thought 
he could calm the guy down and nothing was happening and he, he he was kind of trying to get him calm while the police showed up and he didn't want to do anything because the guy wasn't you know wasn't ready to actually do anything bad and he thought maybe he could kind of talk his way out of it by being just calm and not you know not being aggressive but the whole or time defensive. he's wrestling I with know, them I know uh, again I, that's the, the only possible explanation is that he thought well you know he's not hitting me so I'm going to try to be calm and uh, officers how you doing you know I, 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 that doesn't sound reasonable but it's the only possible explanation other than this is his buddy and that's why he's in his underpants well it's his buddy and he's he doesn't want to get him in trouble yeah and he's we're having a having a cocktail and but if he's feared I mean, for his life or a danger every one of us as soon as we saw the cops let the i'd be right out there between absolutely. the cops absolutely how could you not you know there's I mean, my way throw, to get out throw the drinker and well he's would, not holding pelosi I, he's I, holding the hammer why, why would he even why, how did he get a drink He's, I mean, how did that happen? He's walking around with a drink so the in guy, his hand. Well, yeah, he was in the bathroom. No, no, he picked up a drink somewhere. He was, Remember, he called the uh, police by going to the bathroom. What's, what was the movie with Jeff Bridges? Jeff Bridges as the dude. He's the bowling guy. Oh, uh, What's the name of that oh, movie? Oh, the calendar movie? Oh, no, he's a bowl, He's a hippie, and they're bowlers. Oh, oh, uh, and, and he, at one point... The the, Big Lebowski. At one point, the cops are grabbing him. He's in his house coat, and he's holding a drink. He goes, hey, hey, there's a beverage here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Paul Pelosi went into the bathroom, and that's when he called the cops. So there was no cocktail in the bathroom. (laughs) Somehow, he got a drink in his hand while the cops were coming to the house. I've taken cocktails into the bathroom. Well, okay, but again, you know, tell me, do you think it's normal? No. Okay. So clearly, this is really screwed up. But the other thing is, is there's a video of the guy breaking in to the house in the backyard. Yeah. I mean, he is right. breaking in. You can see him kicking in the door. He literally. Well, then I'm out the front door. Well, unless I got a gun. No, well, apparently, apparently, Paul Pelosi was sleeping upstairs. Probably never heard it. Uh-huh. Apparently, there was no alarm on, which is another incredible uh, screw up. How could how could Nancy Pelosi's house not have an alarm and on? It's right there on the street. Be, yeah, it's supposed a, to be yeah. guarded by the yeah, Capitol Police. It's right anyway. there on the street. Well, so there, there were every possible breakdown that could have happened with security happened. They were all incompetent. Like Epstein. Nobody did the right like exactly. Epstein. Nobody did the right oh. thing. Okay, and there's video of him actually kicking in the door and then going into the house. Anyway, uh, but again, um, uh, how, uh, the cocktail. <laughs> that, you know, well, uh, before you hit me, it. let's go have a drink. You want a drink? Come get a drink. There's I mean, a beverage here. Get, uh, uh, and now the other thing, whatever happened to uh, Miguel Almaguer, the NBC reporter, is still missing. Really? He's gone. They fired him. NBC suspended him, and we don't know whether he's been fired. Nobody, apparently, there's, we, I don't, we don't know. But they took, Alma, Miguel Almaguer, well, okay, let me backtrack. Nancy Pelosi, who's going to go to hell when she dies, this black-hearted devil worshiper, uh, who was not allowed to get communion for about 40 million reasons, uh, was complaining about the way the police were behaving and that they didn't do enough to save her husband from getting attacked. Uh, Miguel Almaguer got a cop who told him, wait a minute, uh, we're getting badmouthed by Nancy Pelosi, and that's not what happened at all. What happened was that Paul Pelosi opened the door and then went back to the guy. And Almaguer reported that. Uh, and then NBC uh, had to scrub that story. It was on the air, and then uh, uh, somebody complained. I guess the I don't know whether Pelosi complained. I guess Nancy Pelosi complained. Michael says he has come back, and he had he was doing blizzard reports on oh, okay. the storms out there. Oh, well, oh that I didn't oh, see. You're but going it, so, to the Sierra Nevada. So he's alive. But anyway, they, they suspended uh, Paul, uh, Almagay for for like three months. Yeah. 
Um, and, and now he's back doing storm coverage. Well, there you go. Anyway, Don, Don uh, uh, again, it was, all poli- it was all political coverage. We still don't know the truth. We still don't know what happened. Don't well, know Epstein it. either. Yeah. Uh, and especially the Epstein thing. Oh, my God. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, okay, we've got the Pelosi thing. Pelosi, bing, bang, boom. Okay, now. Uh, okay. This is Monday as we speak. Uh, was it Saturday night? Sometime I was going to try to post some videos on our Kimmer Show podcast Facebook page of my horse visits uh, to the stable. And uh, it said, oh, uh, you're not on Facebook. You have to create a new account. I, Whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. So I immediately text uh, Flounder and Pete and say, okay, I'm blocked on something. going 6 a.m. Sunday morning. <laughs> well, I'd been up for a couple hours. so I <laughs> And obviously didn't think to think that nobody else was. <laughs> well, I didn't think it dinged. I thought you slept through all this stuff. Anyway, uh, so I said, what the hell, what the hell? Well, okay, it turns out the FBI... Uh, apparently has hacked into my cell phone. The FBI has drones over my rental townhouse. They, I know they're five. I, I picked up four trace cars following my car. Every time I get in my car, I know which I know which the second trace car is going to be where where he hauls off because I have two different routes to the stable and I go four days a week and I've got four different trace cars. I'm going to get the video before before too long. Uh, the oh, FBI uh, has been on me from the very beginning. Uh, they hacked my Facebook. Facebook account. Uh, they claim ah. that I produced uh, underage Hunter Biden girlfriends videos or something from Vietnamese? Brazil. Vietnam, I think. Uh, Vietnamese porn. Yeah. Is this the story you're going with, by the way? Is this <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know that they. I found a GPS tra- a tra- a tracing device uh, under my bumper that has an FBI code oh, on it. Oh, Spider-Man put that. <laughs> exactly. Spider absolutely. Uh, it has an FBI uh, a select code on it. I don't know what to do uh, I, I mean they're after me I know they're coming to get me uh, and now they blocked me off the, I, I, I condemned our Facebook page for a podcast Facebook I still have my personal Facebook page um, so and, uh, I guess okay let's make two announcements first of all FBI come and get me I dare you I freaking dare you scumbag brown he shirts yeah just don't do it at my house <laughs> well you know honestly what a, what a disgrace I mean I uh, just disgraceful just and there's more evidence of it almost every freaking day <laughs> now, uh, more documents found uh, in notebooks at, uh, at President uh, Pervert's house again. Anyway, whatever. Um, okay, so the FBI business. Now, uh, Blackbriar, Blackbriar. He said Blackbriar. Um, okay, so Facebook, our podcast Facebook page is not working. Is that correct? Or that ha- is correct. If, if you go on it, it, you will get old videos or old something, videos. and that's it. Yeah, it's Okay, not working. so, uh, and again, we think the reason is that the FBI planted <laughs> Vietnamese porn on my f- uh, phone and then put it onto the Facebook page? Well, the Brazilian FBI, because it came yeah, from well, they've Sao got, Paulo. They've, well, they, they, the same way that uh, Chrissy Ray, the disgrace of Atlanta, when he testified before Congress, and he said, how many agents did you have in the mostly peaceful Ashley Babbitt shot in the neck by a reckless cop day, January 6th? He said, oh, I'd love to tell you, but I really can't. I have to go on vacation now. And he flew in his private jet. Basically, uh, a woman, someone named Kelsey Ann... Kel- Kelsey Anna JDD at hotmail.com uh, hacked us, got in there and hacked both your, my personal and your show page. I got my personal back up because it was only a hack. In fact, Facebook actually notified me on the AOL later and said, you've been messed really? with, change your password. So I changed my password. But then I went on yours. And not only was there a Vietnamese porn at the top of it that she, whoever did it, posted Jesus. on there. Jesus. But there were several things 
posting from uh, somebody we know that they may have gotten into theirs, a fistful of radio. They kept posting the old lineup of the old show at WTZA I've never over posted and over and over again. I don't even know how to post a porn video on Facebook. No, nobody does. So, well, no, nobody does. But I'm just saying it got hacked. And the problem is Facebook, oh, they used to be let you appeal. They suspended it because they think, you know, we did it. And the thing is, anyone who looks at it knows, well, it got hacked at the exact same time. Obviously, the hacker did it. You, there's no one to talk to at Facebook. Yeah, there's no God number to call. There's there no, no way to appeal it. Like in the past, we could appeal. And when I finally got through to something, there's a whole list going back two or three years where people have Claim gotten stuff. mad at us and turned yeah. us in. So now we're on that list where they're probably going to zap the page. Well, okay, they, don't, so, they don't listen to anything so, now. So as, 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 when I got here this morning, as we speak this Monday, the 30th of January, um, we had already, we, I guess we're going to Rumble. Now, do we, should we announce this? We're on some, Rumble. We're on Rumble. Okay, so, so, so for people who are listening who, um, well, one who go to us to look at our podcast Facebook page, it's not working. So now we have a commercial podcast Rumble page. Well, if you're watching the show like now, stay on YouTube. But at some point, if you're messing around, you want to start seeing his horse videos again. You want to see. And we're going to try and hook up where the YouTube videos will now go on Rumble, too. Yes, we're I'm checking with that with our engineer. We have top men working top on men. that as okay. we speak. Top okay. men. Now, so they need to get the Rumble app then, right? Yeah. You and get you just the, go well, to your A lot of our conservative, it's conservative. So no yeah. one's going to turn us in anymore right. like so, on Facebook. So this would be better than. So, so eventually right. screw Facebook entirely. It's easier. At some point, we're going to screw. Fa now, I cannot wait to do this okay. to Facebook. Now, and. Now, for the record, I still have my personal Facebook page. I don't know what the name of it is, but I have it. It's called it's Kim, Kim Peterson. Peterson. Kim it's Peterson. Your okay. Name. So, so if you want to go to that, I still would be posting my horse videos several, four or five a day, probably on my personal yeah. Kim Peterson Facebook page. So you can go to that. How many on Rumble a day? Maybe one on Rumble, but again, for at least for a while, if I can figure out how to do it. Well, I'm just, I'm just, you know. Well, we're gonna try and first get the YouTube thing switched over there, and then you can start putting right. more horse okay. stuff on Rumble. But go. To Rumble, a lot of our listeners already have yeah, it because it's conservative. Yeah, we're already following Russell Brand and Ben Shapiro and a couple and Excellent. Tulsi and all Excellent. this other stuff. Excellent. But you can go on there and start following us on Rumble, and yeah. we'll try and work that up, and, and, and we can all give the finger to right. Facebook. Absolutely, absolutely. Because it's a dying platform. Well, it's not. It's it's no. It's not people friendly, and it's not user friendly. It's not and, conservative friendly. It's telling friendly. me to go kiss my ass, and people be like me to go kiss your ass. Yeah, we've been turned in so many times over the last two years, and we didn't even know. For yeah. I mean, plus, anyway, well, that's the story. I mean, so anyway, so, so we're going to be going on Rumble. Or my personal, us. Yeah, or my personal Kim Peterson. And I think there's a bunch of Kim Petersons, by the way. And again, remember, I think I've told you this before. When I first came here in 72, I, uh, back before, there was no caller ID. There was, everybody was listed in the phone book. Uh, and, and this is way well before cell phones. So you had a phone in your house, and that's where your phone was. And I used to get calls for Kim Peterson. Uh, and there were two other male Kim Petersons in Metro Atlanta. One of them was in marketing and show business of some kind. And the other one I never did find out. But there were actually three of us. First, first of all, it's Kimmer Show on Rumble. Just t It's one word, okay. Kimmer Show 
on Rumble. So, and, and by the way, Eddie says, Kimmer clicked the wrong button on Asian cheerleader night, which is why the Vietnamese that, porn got up there. Oh, God. That's what that was it. But Kimmer Show, that's what we're on. on the, and there's two videos up right now, a golden oldie and a horse video. Okay, just to show you that we can put it on. Okay, so that, well, that's great. Anyway, that's great. So again, um, uh, it's uh, Kim Peterson. And if you get the wrong one, just keep looking and I'm on there. Somewhere. And if you go so to Kim Peterson is your Facebook page. Right, okay. Kimmer Show is rump. Right, but I think there, there may be another Kim Peterson Facebook page. I think there are probably sure there several are. Kim oh, Peterson. a lot, yeah. Okay, so you have to find me or I, how do they just I search? I mean, it's half of the Stockholm... Right, but, if, but if they go on the, on the Facebook Q thing and, and put in Kim Peterson, my name and my face are going to, or something. Oh, yes. Pop. What are you anyway? Swedish, Finnish, Norwegian? What, what are you? What, my background? Yeah, What's uh, Peterson? Uh, uh, Scandinavian and German. But yeah. what, which Scandinavian? There's three different ones. Well, There's four with the Danes. I think we're Swedish. The Danes don't wash their undercarriage. I think we're way. Swedish and uh, Finnish. Finn, Finnish. You're part Finn? Uh, I You're think so. Zombie? And German. I believe huh. it's S O N. You should do that uh, that DNA thing where they tell you yeah. exactly where you came. I, well, from. again, if it's real, if you can trust them. Well, the thing is, everyone said, "Well, they got your DNA. They can get your DNA anytime they well, want." I don't care about that as much as I do. I would love to find out who who the first Peterson relative was as far back as they, they can go they in the fourteen hundreds. They don't. But they go can't back. really do that, can they? Because records. Oh, they really can tell you that that we all came out of Africa. Yeah. No, I mean, who was my great 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 grandfather? Yeah, not yet. Yeah. Now, the Mormons might be able to. Well, they could do that because they're they all related. <laughs> they sold ancestry to somebody. Oh, they did? Yeah. They sold their, their uh, big old thing. Probably yeah. the Chinese. TikTok. <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, hold on. Hold on. We got a billion. How are we doing? Are we doing all right? Are we doing an actual show here? Okay. Um, coming up. 25 years old and acting like a teenager. Um, the tweets and the reaction. Yeah. We'll talk. I got a whole bunch of sports stuff I want to talk about with Pete. The games, the refs, the decisions, well, the call. I, I, there's also people talking about Stetson Bennett. Well, he's, you know, he's 25. Well, hell, I was still doing stupid things I at know. 25. Well, okay, but you, yeah, you also weren't a star quarterback who won two national championships and is going to yeah. play pro football. They were pointing out on 6 <laughs> They're going, why is he alone? Well, well you, that's the other you thing. You'd think he'd have a man, somebody be honest. No, to no, get no. You home. <laughs> yeah. Here, thank you, everybody. Good session. Here or we go. Or at least bail you out. Get in the car. <laughs> leaving now. Um, also, um, have you ever stolen a police car? Or no. have you ever really been tempted to see, oh no. my God, there's a police car running, the cops not around, jump no. in and go? No. Well, no. Um, also, a, a good a, an example of when you can shoot at someone stealing your car and when you can't. Although, a couple good examples. Right. Also, the melting metal robot. It's uh, it's the T-1000 Terminator. I'm telling you. In fact, it's here. Did you, I was sitting outside the cra Cracker Barrel uh, a week or two ago, and somebody on the radio was talking about how there in Europe, the, the big brains in Europe have decided to get together with the big brains here in North America, and they say it's it's far past the time we started putting down laws about how far you can go with this AI. Well, when I, Elon Musk warns you about it, you better pay attention. Well, not only that, I mean, we're at the stage now where literally they could make a movie of people who have been dead for years and their voices would be perfect there are there are voice yeah. things where Humphrey you can Bogart. you can you can put you can give a, you can play a speech 
into a computer and then the computer will learn the phrases and, and the technology of the of the exact speech pattern and the exact voice uh, and then you can type in what you want it to say and it will yeah. give that voice anyway and we've done you know you, you can type your computer to say any voice you want uh, directions in your car right. uh, you know the from Arnold Sean Connery if you want there's one now I turn, uh, called Wonder or something that basically you say he goes, give me an idea. And you say, or you type in, you say, Jesus taking a selfie at the Last Supper. And within a minute, it has a picture of yeah. Jesus taking a selfie at the uh, Last Supper. A, there's going to, we're going to get to a point where testimony in court, mm -hmm. Your Honor, I swear to God, I was next to him. Uh, I kissed that woman and we made love together. She was real and she was here and it wouldn't be real. Well, I mean, video, you can't trust video now. If you saw, if you see something on your phone or on TV or the movies, you don't know if that's deep really real fake. anymore. Deep fake is what they're calling it. Jeez. They showed one other day, they had one of Biden and one of a movie star and you couldn't tell yeah. whether it was a human well, or anything. Yeah, uh, there's one that goes viral all the time of Tom Cruise. There's a yeah. guy that does Tom Cruise and it looks just yeah. and sounds well, just it, like him. I mean, Nat King Cole and his, uh, the dead Nat King Cole and his daughter doing duets and stuff. Hank <laughs> Williams Jr. and his daddy. Yeah, there you are. I mean, again, There's a and again it's, getting, it's, it's getting better and better and better, too. Where it, you Yeah, know, that was the old days. Yeah. Now, it's not yeah. Max Headroom anymore. Yeah. It's basically. Well, I'll tell you an old-fashioned ideal uh, customer service right here in America today with Wise RV Glass. W-I-S-E, Wise RV Glass. What a great idea. If you have an RV, a motor coach, a camper, a vehicle like that, and you have any kind of a glass issue, maybe one of those hard-to-find one-piece flat front windshields may get a crack in it or a spider web, maybe the rear-view mirror inside get all messed up or scratched or whatever, or a, a, a fogged-up double-pane windows in your camper, or even, even a side mirror outside or whatever, and you're thinking to yourself, oh, you know, I'm not going to have somebody got it. Today. No, 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 this is what they do, and the, and the good news is it's all mobile. It's an all-mobile service. They come to you. You don't, I love the TV commercials. Well, they drove around trying to find a glass place. Well, you just call or get in touch with Wise RV Glass, and they will come to you. And I mean all over North Georgia and all over Metro Atlanta. And remember, no job is too small or too big, but especially too, if you've got a side view mirror, say, oh, I'm not going to. Yes, call. That's what they do. They love doing this. As, as Russell and his dad, Carl, retired, and uh, Russell and the gang are, are just doing yeoman work. This is just a great idea. Why? Wise RV Glass. Here's a phone number, area code 470-345-6521, and on the web, wiservglass.com. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs with Blue certified. Nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer.
Okay. Holy crap is sports. Later on today, best podcast sports cast. Now, just for the record, I in fact Saturday morning, um, I get I Saturday mornings are tough for me for a couple reasons. But anyway, so I was doing some stuff and my little friend Gretchen was bringing over some food or whatever. So I was going through my garage stuff and uh, oh, that's what that picture. You see a picture of me wearing my bowler my my bowler hat that my mother gave me when, mm. 50 years ago, 60 years ago, whatever. Anyway, I, I was wearing I was wearing where would I have seen that on the internet on uh, Facebook. Really? Oh, that's right. That's not working. <laughs> on my personal page. Anyway, uh, so, and, and she said, boy, uh, what about that Stetson Bennett? So what, did he got in a fight with the guy in the radio? She said, no, no, that he got arrested. I got, oh my God, what now? What <laughs> he got said, Stetson got arrested. Uh, and uh, I, we all know the story by now that he got arrested. I guess he was banging on doors and he was, did he get, do we know now, did he get lost and he, or didn't know where he was or just so it's drunk some, that he, maybe how did he hotel? get there? I mean, what was he doing there by himself? And, maybe it was a hotel he was banging on the doors because he couldn't remember. And we've done that. You, yeah. You well, forget if, where you are. Yeah. But but anyway, he was uh, he was drunk. He was whacked out. He's 25 years old. And he's all, now the problem is, last year when they won it, he was drunk on Good Morning America. Right. This year, he didn't show up for the morning press conference the day after. Right. Now he's arrested for being drunk and disorderly. Yeah. 25 years old. He's getting ready for the draft. You don't do things like this when you're getting the NFL's looking at you like this. Yeah. This is stupid. It's stupid. And, and again, um, what, what was he doing was without anybody, a, a, a helper, a manager, his buddies? And again, I, I don't know. I, I don't know where he was and why at the moment he got arrested. In other words, I don't know what led to him banging on doors, how he got there, where he was before. That and his attitude for the last few weeks has been, frank. that's great on the football field, but you're yeah. not on the football field yeah. anymore. Yeah, now you're the public realm, yeah. and people are looking you're at you. You're a hero. You. You're, a hero to, you're a hero to all those little boys and, and girls, I mean, all the little kids who are not 6'4 and, and 240. Yeah. I don't care what Barkley says or the rest of them. You're a role model. Right. Do it. Especially, it. Especially for every kid who plays sports and would love to be big-time Charlie sports or pro sports, but he's not big enough, and he sees, oh, my God, you know, uh, perseverance or, uh, I mean, whatever. It's a hell of a story. Really, it's a great, it's an unbelievable story. Two years in a row for a a triple transfer, you couldn't get a job that he could play, and he finally ended up being a two-time national champ at 5'10", 180 or whatever. Jeez, I mean, come on. Hallmark or somebody. Um, Anyway, so, I mean, and my first thought was, you freaking idiot. Where's his family and friends? Where's his friends? I don't I don't know. I don't know. Where's his agent? Well, and, and the other thing is, University of Georgia, I guess he's no longer affiliated. But again, if they had people with the two football players who got killed in the car crash. Boy, are they distancing themselves Why would they also have an, an assistant with him when he's out going on Good Morning or, you know, or going to well, the combine? Supposedly, or, that assist, she wasn't supposed to be in that vehicle. Well, the vehicle she wasn't was supposed not to supposed have to be it. out there at that probably hour, wasn't yeah. supposed to be with them at that time. The, the, they yeah. put out two statements now. Both of them, right. they've distanced themselves further yeah. from the actual yeah, instance it's, of it it's, it's a shame but the it, thing is if she had the keys to it did she always have that vehicle if if they if she did then they they said it was okay for her to have yeah. that vehicle to do this stuff or did she have to go sign it out every time well, or what I, was going I, on i i would find hard to believe that she stole it i mean no. obviously it was well it was known that she had you know you know I take the vehicle. they let her use it yeah i think it's it's a company car and she was the company person and that's what they do so i i i I'd find it hard to blame her for that, but there's a lot of blame to go around for what happened. But, but yeah, the, the school has some... Yeah, somebody knew she had that card. The yeah, school has were, some responsibility. They were probably too lax about, especially especially after a celebration, 2 o'clock in the morning, somebody yeah. should have said, hey, you know, how's everybody doing? Or let's check in or do... I don't know. I just... Mm-hmm. 
you know, it's easy to say after the fact. I'm Monday right, morning right, quarterback, so I'm not trying to post. No, we're not post attacking them. We're just no, saying there's going to be changes. Yeah. Now, uh, a couple of tweet reactions. Again, I'm not a Twitter tweet guy. I've never posted on Twitter, but I, I twice a day, maybe once or twice a day, I go look at it. <laughs> uh, one of them uh, cut some interesting tweets saying, breaking news, Texas police are seeking additional charges against former Georgia quarterback Stetson Bennett. The charges range from assault to premeditated murder stemming from a gruesome incident that occurred January 9th. <laughs> Less than half of the 72,000 witnesses are cooperative. <laughs> 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 and that's another thing. He got arrested <coughs> in Texas. In Texas, yeah. Uh, Stetson Bennett always seemed like the kind of an ungrateful prick after winning the natty. Uh, maybe this public drunkenness arrest will humble him. Uh, Astrid. Do you know who I am? Did not work for Stetson Bennett like it did in Texas, like it did in Georgia. <laughs> and there's a sign that says, like the cops handed him a sign that says, are you drunk, yes or no? And he checked no way off the box. <laughs> not even close. He couldn't make it. He put the X in the box. Um, uh, here's a UGA Athletics Georgia Bulldog Stetson Bennett being released from a Dallas jail picture after being arrested for public intoxication. Finally, there's a unanimous agreement now that he is ready for the NFL. <laughs> uh, at least we know now that Stetson Bennett was definitely not suspected of underage drinking. <laughs> the man's 25. Um, Barry, for the 12th pick in the 2023 NFL draft, the Cleveland Browns select Stetson oh, yeah. Bennett. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, if the TCU defense had been tasked with arresting Stetson Bennett, he'd still be out there banging on doors. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he got some freaking reaction to that's for sure. Uh, and again, now, has he, has he apologized or public said anything since Oh, no, since in fact, it? he came out with a hoodie on so no one could look at his face. How could he have not made his, it's Monday, this happened Saturday. How is it possible he didn't, he hasn't come out with a statement? Well, he doesn't have to, I mean, Why? the season's over. He's well, graduated. He but again, to. Well, no again, one but himself. Okay, wouldn't you? But I mean, I mean, the right thing to do is first not get I'm drunk sorry. and be banging on doors. The second thing is say, you know, come out and admit something, say something, or I'm working on it, or uh, leave me alone, or whatever. But you can't just disop. I guess you can. I don't know. Obviously again, you know, I, uh, you would think. Uh, well, well, well you're drunk. He, he's just. Not- Thinking straight, he's drunk. I know, but he's not. Hopefully, not drunk today when he could be saying, oh, "This is what happened. And I really regret it." So and so. I mean, isn't that just old-fashioned value? I mean, I, I, aren't they just saying, saying things that just sounded reasonable or decent over the past generations? Not anymore. I mean, don't you? <laughs> again, I don't. I, I, I not the so bigger old. asshole you are, the more money you make. Man, I just, I, honestly, I... Look at Richard only, Sherman. When, when I retired and went down to Florida where I found Jack, and I was in my 60s, and, and, and I, got, I got the lesson very quickly that at a certain age, you suddenly disappear. And, and, and everything started changing when I, was, when I hit my late 60s. And not only did my age group of people disappear from the public <laughs> discussion uh, and, and the people you, you live with uh-huh. and, and, and commune with every day, um, uh, but again, uh, the things that we've believed as a generation just don't fit anymore i mean uh, uh, there really is a there is a, a, a really is a generation gap 
way more significant, in my opinion, than there ever was with uh, Mitt Romney in the 60s, or what his old man's name was, Mitt Romney. <gasps> George. No, George Romney. George. Uh, the, the famous generation gap in 1962 or four, whatever it was. Uh, and I think it's way worse now. And again, I'm just, I'm just making an observation. And again, I, I, what I'm saying is just common sense stuff. Stetson, you're blowing it, man. Show the freaking NFL. Did she, I mean, I, again, didn't he, even after the fact, how's he going to deal? What, what, are, what would you do if you were an NFL a scout or a manager? or a, a, a draft guy. I'd certainly say he's worth less money now. I'd say but you'd be taking a hell of a chance trusting a guy who's, you know, can't act like a 25-year-old after a... Chris Winkie wasn't doing this when he was older than that. When he came out of Florida State, he wasn't getting yeah. drunk and arrested and stuff like that. Well, how many are? I mean, Johnny Manziel did some well, stupid things. he did a lot of stupid things. Uh, but that, you know, that's one out of the last 200. I mean, th- uh, go back the last yeah. 10 years, 20, 20 years. Johnny Manziel. I know, I'm just saying. But, but he's a star quarterback and, and My a, question is, a where was his friend? Yeah. Where was whoever was supposed to be with him? Because he's over there supposedly working out to get ready for the draft yeah is he there by himself how could he how could he be there by himself i don't i don't know maybe maybe he's 25 years old so okay um anyway i I wish him i hope he i I think he needs help i think he need i think he's got i don't know if it's that bad well you know here's the thing i I, he's a pr agent okay well let me say one let me say two things i i would i have always felt that way about guys who are known to get drunk frequently and you know lose control and are kind of stupid about it and then i remember years and years ago as part of uh, i think as part of uh, my former the barman uh, my official son's um private school class we parents uh, had to take some drug counseling cl- uh, at the seminars to show what their drug counseling programs were like at the school i think it was at love it uh and there there really is a a drunken gene. I mean, there are some oh, people yeah. who, you know, are predisposed, and when they hit that fourth, whatever it is, click, and something happens that where, I mean, think, th- 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 at the fourth drink or the third drink or no. whatever, whatever the, the second you know, molecule, there, there's something that happens, and there is a thing that goes into the chemical, imba- uh, you know, decision-making of your being. Right. I mean, it's real. And, and if you, as Dustin Bennett, uh, clearly... Uh, unless he just said, oh, this is the only two times in his life he's ever gotten, uh, he ever drank too much. I doubt that. Of the two occasions like that, when you're going on Good Morning America and you still got hammered and going, going to the draft combine workout thing and you got hammered and banging on doors. I mean, come on, you have a problem. The kid has a problem. He shouldn't be drinking alcohol when he's there training to get ready for the draft. He's got a problem. Somebody needs to grab him by really? the neck and you say, so? yes, I'm, tell- I'm telling you, he's, this is not just some you know, 25-year-old guy decided to get drunk twice. I, I bet anything that this is not a two-time only never happen again situation. I'm hoping that someone will... Uh, that he respects maybe coach the, i don't know somebody's got to say hey come on man this is not it's good his family's got to do it anyway or so his, I, his I, agents I, I, no more it. i'm not gonna you know what my daughter jennifer god bless the presser is a hero because she's been clean now for almost 20 years and she was a crack and heroin addict so you know it can, it, you can deal with these things so anyway um Okay, now can I talk? I want to talk some more sports. The playoffs, <laughs> playoffs, <laughs> playoffs. <laughs> the two. Okay, the uh, the stage is set. I forgot to ask you uh, uh, last week who you who you would pick for the winners. I think we picked Philadelphia, oh, it's Kansas City, Philadelphia. Uh, yeah. you, and, and I was thinking, I picked Philly. I think I thought in my head to be Philadelphia. Although I was hoping that kid from I've, San Francisco won. I have said since week one that the Eagles would represent the NFC. That to me they were the best team. Yeah, I, I didn't. I never thought that. I didn't. I don't know who was, but I never thought the Eagles were. I didn't try. 
trust them, and I was clearly wrong on that. Uh, and they, I mean, they look unbelievable. They're I mean, really and good. boom, boom, and they have 14 points in like two minutes. I mean, it was. Well, they're playing against the fifth string quarter. I think John Brody was warming yeah, up. Yeah, but still, San Francisco still got a defense. I mean, they boast. I mean, they, they got I an know. awesome defense, and, and 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 the Eagles just shredded them. Anyway, so so I, I you know, I, that I, game I, was over when Purdy left. It was over. Well, that, and that, yeah, they got a fist string guy. They tied it up, but it didn't matter. Yeah. Now, uh, now the second game, the night game. Um, what a game. What's that? What a uh, game. Cincinnati and, and Kansas City. And uh, now the ending. <laughs> the, the, uh, okay, what, what's, your, what's your overall impression of officiating calls? What's a catch? What's roughing the quarterback? Uh, oh, my God. There must have been like four, you know, head growing. And I remember seeing the, the Cincinnati coach on the sidelines. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's going like this. Like every three minutes, like not another flag. I can't believe it. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, you poor bastard. I mean, it LeBron. looked like they were just hanging around saying, Cincinnati, Cincinnati. <laughs> I've been saying for years, there's too many rules in the NFL. The referees are much too involved. There's a flag every other play now, and it looks bad. And it's gotten to the point where my eyes glaze over every play. I'm just looking for the flag. All the players looking for the flag. It's bad for the game. They've got to do something about it. I'm glad there is instant replay for the for the things that can determine the holding a game. holding calls are ridiculous. Ho- oh my God! And and the, what is a catch? The guy, the ball was in his thing, and then it went to his hand under the ground, kind of wobbled a little bit, and went on. And then they said it wasn't a catch because it was bobbling while he was holding onto it. You've got to be kidding me! I, I don't. Just, and that what roughing the quarterback when when he you yeah. know like accidentally hit him in the shoulder pad yeah. like, what the hell was that? It's too there are too many rules and they're Jesus. too too arbitrary and those refs and they don't pay the the, the NFL is so cheap bastards they don't pay those refs full that, that should be a full time uh, yeah, job I know, I know. because they're going from all from literally <laughs> they work the July camps all the way to February. Yeah. And then they're doing, you know, training stuff in between. Well, I, I, as we know, baseball loves, you know, have 162 games plus everything else. So With the union and everything. Yeah. But in football, they say, well, there's only 17 games. July that, to February? It's still a seven-month season where they're working. Or, yes. You know, I mean, so don't, don't give me this. Um, anyway, I, I, some of these calls. Oh my God! And yeah, another thing. I've I tried to watch. I, for, I, I no longer am enjoying the pregame NFL shows. They've become way too entertaining and schmaltzy. I, I, I tried to watch Michael Strahan interviewing. I think it was the uh, Philadelphia quarterback Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts. Uh, and the interview, and through the entire interview. <laughs> Every freaking his entire interview, they had a bass drum and a bass guitar beat music under the entire freaking interview. Now it may just be my ear rockets, but all of a sudden I've got these competing boom, but ching, bam, boom, but ching. I'm going, oh god, I wanted to stick a thing into a thing with a thing. Did they do it when Howie Long interviews oh, somebody? Every, it's all the time. It's like it's like TV station. You know, when you're looking at the picture, I'm trying to be very calm here. Down below the screen, the whole bottom third of the screen is all information. What's coming up later? Who we're interviewing? And he said this last week. I mean, Jesus, I just let me look at the picture. You miss action, yeah. Jesus. I mean, <laughs> what's a catch? Oh, my God. Oh, oh and the blocking the kicker, yeah, running into the kicker. He was pushed. And that, and that gave him another, that gave him a first down. I was in the bathroom. I missed that. 
Oh my, he was pushed and even said to the ref, ah, like that. <laughs> the ref's like, ah, ah, ah. I mean, he was he was shoved into the guy's leg. Oh man, I anyway, I you no. know, I whatever. I thought it's funny because I'd forgotten this. Kansas City's kicker, who kicked the winning field goal, Harrison Bucker, yeah. went to Georgia Tech, and he went with my nephews. So they're all good friends. <laughs> they, they go to each other's weddings. In fact, they're going to see him at a friend's wedding uh, coming up in a few weeks. Cool. But anyway, so we're sitting there watching it. I'm watching it with my sister and her friend and, <laughs> and his mother, and we're watching it. And I'm going, if he misses this, I want you to text your sons and, te- and to text Harrison and say, a bulldog would have made that. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but he made it. He, he made, made it. it. It was it was either one who had missed like four in a row before. No, right? no, who he's pretty good. He's pretty Who's good. the guy who missed everything and then finally made Mar one? Mar from game. Dallas. Dallas, yeah. That's Dallas, what yeah. <laughs> By the way, um, again, at the end of the game in the Cincinnati game where number 58 shoved the uh, receiver out of bounds. I mean, he was he was clearly out of bounds, when he, I mean, but he was clearly Close. I mean, they were both running, and uh, the linebacker at Cincinnati. What game was this? The, the, the Cincinnati game. Yeah, it, it was Mahomes. He pushed the quarterback. Oh yeah, yeah. At the end of the game. Yeah, but but again, he pushed him. But he was he was clearly going out of bounds. At least one foot was out of bounds as the hand came yeah. in. The second foot was out of bounds as he got there. It was a, it probably was a little closer than everybody automatically looked at it. But still, it was just it was a stupid mistake. The guy knew he was going. It was the quarterback, I, so the linebacker knew it. he was going out of bounds. Even Romo had just said, "We're at the point of the game now exactly. where if you do something stupid, you can get fired." I, I, I well, remember talking to. Pete, we talked about this last night, and I said, man, if I had been the quarterback in that huddle, we're going to win the game, okay? Uh, you know, uh, if you do anything stupid, you know, holding, don't, you know, hold on to the ball, whatever you have to do, don't, you know. Don't, and he said, I was, try, I was trying to push him backwards. <laughs> no, you weren't. You hit him in the back, push him forward. It's just, just uh, again. And you know what the thing, is, the thing is? I think Bucker still makes the kick that they probably would have gotten a few more maybe. yards with one more. I think he still makes that kick because it was Well, that's the other huge. thing. But, but again, if for the record, number 58, who and of course he was crying after the oh, game. Oh, he, I mean, he was beside himself. He cost him the game. His teammates were yelling at him. Yeah, they, there's t- the 680 played the tape of them yeah. cussing him out and everything. What the blank you were you thinking? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like crying. Yeah. And yeah. you, I, you can't, I just felt bad for that's the guy. R- that's, I think that's wrong. I don't think you ever do that. I mean, he did, he obviously did, wasn't trying to rough him up and no. hurt him or something. But he, it was he, just, you just, can't do that. He was that. too active. Yeah, he was, he was way too aggressive. And you just, you know, these days in football, you can't be too aggressive. You just can't. But that's the game. <laughs> that's that's Not right. Not Mamby Pamby game right now, but again, um, and I, I felt I, I felt terrible for him. But again, uh, and you mentioned the kick. These days, for some reason, these I mean, I, for some reason they're working at it. But uh, the guy kicked it from like 45 instead of 58 or whatever. It would have gone over 63. I mean, that thing was still rising when it went over the pole. And that's a cold, hard football. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I don't know how they do it. Taking one and a half steps and they hit the thing 60 yards in the air. You ever gone out and kick field? Yeah, I used to. It kick. hurts. Well, after about six or seven, you're like. All right. Well, when I was the you know, captain of my football co-captain with Chuck oh, Marquez, okay. No, and I, well, you know, we, again, our coach was an ex-Marine twice, and, so, and he was a very tough guy. He used to hit me in the face to show how to use your forearm because I had a, I had a, because yeah. I wore glasses and, and he, I had a face mask with a crossbar on it. So he used to use me to say, oh, you go like this, you know, go hit the guy. <laughs> so anyway, so, <laughs> and I used to be the, well, we all played every minute of every game. We never, the, the starters never, basically never came out. Uh, but 
but so I, I did punts and I also used to kick, but I couldn't kick the ball more than f- f- 30 I'm, yards. I'm I mean, 30, 30 <laughs> yards, man. Honest to God. There, I mean, so we didn't, we, if we scored a touchdown, when I scored a touchdown, because I was a running back on a single wing, I got the ball every time. I mean, it was so many, that was the, the shotgun, original shotgun is the single wing. Yeah. The boom, boom, four running backs in a line, and the center would snap it to me, and then we'd go. What was it like playing against Bronco Nagurski <laughs> and the Galloping Ghost, Red Grange? <laughs> but again, we never even went for an extra point because we knew we weren't going to make it, so we just tried it for two every time. I remember <laughs> a, a friend of mine getting drunk back in the 80s and going over there somewhere in Tucker. We went and bought a football and a tee. We're going to just go kick some See field much, goals yeah. at some field. Uh-huh. <laughs> and after about 10 minutes, Nine it's like, let's, let's go get a beer. And it hurts. It hurts. Hurt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember Christmas foot, toe? My foot was Franklin sore. was it from Philadelphia, the Christmas toe kicker? Yeah. Uh, it, it was barefoot kicker. Tony Franklin. Tony Franklin. They called name? him a Christmas toe because his yeah. big toe was bright red blood from every there was two, football. Two or three that were barefoot. That was stupid. Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, God. Um, oh, uh, I, w- I want to talk about uh, choir practice. Wasn't that in the the Onion Field? Isn't that what they used to call? Remember the book yeah, by yeah. Lombach? I, I remember it, but I didn't. I never read it or saw it. It was the basis for. Well, it wasn't a base for Law and Order, but it was one of those cop of, books here yeah. back when the police shows. Anyway, we'll talk about uh, going to choir practice and being a national attention over it now. Also, hey, Stakey, did you hear the elections in Georgia were freaking great? Also. Uh, when I, was, when I was studying, I got my master's degree in communications, but I never studied written, paper-pushing journalism. Did you ever actually take writing journalism classes? Yeah. Okay, I, I never did. I took broadcast, I took communications classes, and stuff, but I, don't, I never did. But we're going to talk about the AP Style Guide. Oh my God! Talk I about mean, constricted. Holy God! I, I hated it. I oh. hate. It. I said, "You're really going to make me write like this?" He yeah. goes, "If you ever worked he for said, a major comma. newspaper, <laughs> yeah. Monty Plot was was my professor. He worked for the AJC. He says, yeah. if you ever want to work for a newspaper, you're going to have to write you like this." Learn it. I said, "This is the most constrictive, yeah. non-appealing to no, read. It's, 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 it's horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. Uh, it's and it's certainly not broadcast writing, which no, is why. No, oh, no, oh no. my God! In fact, uh, broadcast is all about personality in the writing." Where, where the AP style journalist is to be as bland as possible. Yeah. Uh, you know, I remember the first line of the audition tape that I wrote and tape recorded to get a job in Atlanta when I came out of graduate school. <laughs> what was it? Oh, you want to hear it? <laughs> Actually, uh, and I remember the news director said, well, write up a couple of news stories and put them on tape and send them to me. And I'll be, uh, I said, okay, great. So I did. And at the time, there had been a huge storm, a huge, huge, huge uh, hurricane blasting through whatever it was. And I, if I remember correctly, the first line is, uh, good morning, it was Kimberly Pearson. You can hide, but you can't run. It's already too late. The storm is here. It's coming off the coast of the sun. And that's the way I started it. That's broadcast writing. That, you know, oh, you know, boom. It's just get your attention and go get to it. Get to it. Anyway, um, sorry, I didn't mean to uh, distract myself, but enough, I remember that from God. What was that? Nineteen seventy-two. Was that Agnes that blew through here? It was nineteen. Oh my God! It was nineteen. It came up between Atlanta and Athens, and then went up and flooded Pennsylvania. It was either Agnes or started with a D. No, no, no. I beg your pardon. I beg your Donna. pardon. Donna. Nope. This is Donna. back when I was leaving television, and it was nineteen eighty. Seven, I think, when I when I was uh, hired to, uh, back with the uh, uh, Skinny Bobby Harper show when they they fired us in '89 or '91, 90, whatever it was, and that was that's what it was. So it was a storm in uh, 1988, 
And I, that was my first light. Yeah, sorry, I just very. <laughs> you can edit this all out. It was a dark and stormy <laughs> night. In fact, I like you know the yearly. You ever read those yearly yeah. uh, the, the worst writing cat awards? And not they're not raspberries, but it's like they're Something like it's that. called the worst. It's called the dark and stormy night award, and it's the worst opening lines of any book or whatever. So I think I probably have a couple of those. I know you don't because your books are all wonderful, including the holy crap we have uh, the best pets in the world are dogs and not Texas book. I've got the title. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's uh, it. Uh, what's the official right the title? So if they want to buy it, canines of college football is a little is good for the kids. And then the, yeah, and then the Oklahoma sucks and Texas is better. Uh, what, what's the other one? Uh, the I love Texas. Guy. I hate Oklahoma. I don't really hate Oklahoma. <laughs> and uh, there's a few other on there. I'm, I'm rewriting the totally biased guide to Southern college football. That's, that's the one. Uh, really? What, what there's so much that happens now in the off season. I pretty much have to wait to July to put it out because wow. it, things happen. Now, you mean like NIL stuff or uh, money well, things that, or well, like like the hurricane season ended in November and they just fired their OC a few days ago. Yeah, I they waited until January to fire yeah. the poor bastard yeah. when everybody else already has a job. Yeah, huh. and he was a he was assistant coach <coughs> of the year last year. Yeah. I, re- I saw. I read that. I said, "What did he do?" <laughs> well, he had some bad quarterbacks I down guess. there. I know that. Yeah. Anyway, um, so uh, P- and you can get Amazon. I'm guessing or. Oh, yeah, uh, they're on Amazon, yeah. Okay, now, uh, a quick word from our sponsor, then we'll talk more about the AP Guide. Also, uh, the video of the uh, Pelosi Pelosi business we talked about, but the video of the Memphis business, and I got a couple of uh, comments about how The moral of the story is, if you're in California, don't come to the South. (laughs) We don't want you here. Yeah. Black, white, it yeah. doesn't matter. We yeah. don't want you yeah, here. Yeah, leave your, you know, all that stuff over there. If you want to be more like you screwed up your people. state, stay there and fix yeah, it. Right, and, and and your governor wants to be your president. <laughs> I will God. seriously consider Honestly. leaving this country yeah, for I'm a while. I'll consider it and go and just go live in Italy for a while or Costa Rica. So just some place. By the way, they say now there's it's cheaper now to retire in Europe in some places. I bet it is. I bet in Montenegro yeah. or Serbia or someplace on the coast. Yeah, the only problem is, you know, you don't have, you're not entitled as a citizen to keep your ownership if they decide to make your life miserable. They can. But again, uh, we thought about uh, getting a place in Costa Rica. And, you know, you can get a maid for like, you know, $40 a month to come and take care of everything uh, three times a week instead of and all and the good and stuff. And clean the house, too. And clean the house, too. Uh, <laughs> I have a lady comes in <laughs> twice a week now. <laughs> clean the pipes. Asian cheerleader night. <laughs> That's to catch you in trouble with Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clear out the bong. I don't know whatever they have, whatever their duties are. I don't know what the hell they're doing. I get duty. Uh, but first, here's your duty. Go to swapmywhip.com. What a great idea! This is one of our Kimber Show podcast sponsors. Swapmywhip.com. Whip, of course, is a colloquial phrase for a car or a ride, basically. Uh, and if uh, you're, you're driving along, you see a car. Oh, man, I've always wanted that car. Or you've thought about it. You see an ad in the paper, whatever. It's very possible that if you go to swapmywhip.com, put your name in there and uh, get going, you might find somebody who's got a car that's exactly what you're looking for or close. And maybe yours is what he's looking for, but he's got a friend or you've got a friend. Bing, bang, boom. You forget the middleman. Forget the salespeople. Forget used car people. People, forget dealerships, swapmywhip.com, and you may just find something you've always wanted, and it's right there, and you can make your own deal. Swapmywhip.com, and it's not just cars, it's obviously trucks and SUVs, um, boats, jet skis, off-road vehicles, ATVs, go-karts, I mean, all that kind of stuff. Swapmywhip.com. And if you use the coupon code Kimmer, K-I-M-M-E-R. It's 180 days of free premium listings on swapmywhip.com. 
We have three followers on Rumble already. Outstanding. And again, just get the edge. Go to the, I've, I've did it and, and it's free I'll, and it takes Yeah, I'll second. do a, uh, a Twitter blast or whatever with the link, but I figured, do we want to wait till we have a little more content up there or just go ahead no, and I, get, get them on it? Yeah. yeah. They, there's something, at least they'll know there's something on there. Wait, I, I would. Absolutely. We have four likes and three followers. Who liked us and didn't follow yeah, us? Yeah, it's been a damn it. We can <laughs> find that you. man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, back to the actual uh, program. Uh, the videotape, man, what a Friday night it was. Uh, last Friday night is Monday as we speak. And, and they, the video not only of the, uh, the Nancy Pelosi hammer attack, but also the Memphis thing. Now, I rem- and I think we were just mentioning before uh, in the book, The Onion Fields or Onion Field, I think was the one by Wambach. Wasn't he the former L.A. cop? Wambach, yeah. Wambach. Uh, and he was also, wasn't he one of the executive producers of some of the TV shows or some, or one of the... Uh, Police Story. It was a police story, police yeah. Story, yeah. Um, and he was, you know, he's been an advisor for years and years. Or he's and years. Dead, he said, yeah. But yeah, he's a long time dead, just back in the seventies or eighties. Yeah. Um, and uh, and and I remember, if I remember correctly, in the book, it used to be that the, the the cops would, the bad cops would show up once in a while and would go to what they call choir practice, where they would basically, basically uh, beat the crap out of somebody and have a little fun on a victim or a skull or a scale, whatever they call them. Um, and so it reminded me of what happened in Memphis. And of course, uh, President Stupid uh, showers with daughter immediately comes out immediately and says, well, this police racism has to stop. Uh, all the liberal medias, oh, this uh, police racism. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, the, the, even the black cops are racist against uh, other black people and so forth. And, and uh, President Creepy Crook says racism, racism in the police departments is to blame. Another reason why we need to not only defund police, but to reorganize them. Now, now, instead of, you, you only can hear a few people say the word defund, but now they're talking about reorganizing and more training. Isn't it ironic that they're trying to burn down the Atlanta Police Training Center they're trying to build in Atlanta DeKalb County section, at the same time calling for better police training? So screw you, you freaking creeps. You, you got what you deserve when the, when the freaking cops moved in. But again, the President of the United States is doing exactly what uh, Barack Hussein Putitet did, dividing the nation based on race. Specifically picking out race as a topic and as a goal get a black woman on the supreme court get a black woman on uh, as vice president of the united states uh whatever they can do to divide the nations to show the differences to equity and everybody has an equal not an equal opportunity but an equal outcome and if the black guy doesn't get what he deserves then by god we're gonna have to take a little bit of something off the white guy a little bit of something off of there so we can be equal Instead of opportunity, it's equality of outcome, not the same thing. For the record, okay, there were five cops involved in this Memphis thing. Now, however, they're also trying to charge some of the paramedics and some of the other cops who showed up and did not do anything, which is a whole other issue, frankly. But for the moment, let's talk about this. Five cops. Um, I Googled this and did some research on this. At this moment in America... Rounding up the figure, at this moment in America, there are basically 800,000 sworn police officers on duty. 800,000 police officers. Memphis, five cops. Uh, George Floyd, three cops, maybe three, four cops. Uh, Michael Brown, one cop. 
racism, tearing down, uh, all these things that are uh, responsible for the hatred against police officers involved a total of, what, nine or ten cops out of 800,000. All those hundreds of thousands of cops are doing their job. You know, I mean, you can't possibly tell me that because of what happened in Memphis that now suddenly these so-called civil rights leaders are saying, well, this once again proves the racism in America, the white supremacy has even now flowed over into the black police officers. (laughs) The liberals on CNN and MSNBC are actually saying stuff like that. I mean, they're really, they're really well, saying it. I didn't know how to feel about this, Kimmer, until I was waiting, and finally, Golden State Warriors coach Steve Kerr put oh, out a God. statement. He needs and to I be. knew exactly then how I should feel about this. Steve Kerr has more than once said things, when they were talking about the, the Communist Chinese and the Uyghurs, 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 Uyghurs. The slave, there's millions of slaves enslaved in campus in China. And people were complaining about it. And he was at a news conference, and it was one, one of the things that happened. It was a big news story, uh, and, and he said, "Well, now let's let's not forget that America's done a whole lot of bad things on the racial front ourselves. Here, we've had slavery from the very beginning, and he's going on and on about how bad America is." 170 years ago, they're doing it now, Steve. Yeah. You can't do anything about slavery in America because it's already happened. Right. But you can open your mouth and do something now about what's going on in China, yeah. and you're not saying shit because right. you get your money from them. In fact, he doesn't want to hear about it because he says it's not fair to criticize another country's culture and what they do when we can't even criticize our own. So, uh, so if this is 1942, oh you wouldn't speak yeah. out against the camps if we found out about the concentration camps in Nazi Germany and over there in, in Eastern Europe because that's their country and it's their problem and it's yeah. their culture and that's we right. shouldn't comment on it because we did something to the Indians? Honestly, uh, it's people like that that you just want to slap the shit out of. Well, and the the thing I don't understand is why they would deliberately. Well, it's got to be money and oh, careers. Yeah. I mean, why they would deliberately go out of their way. I just oh, rumble. Five people have just started following you. I got a thing for rumble. <laughs> um, go out of their way to deliberately demean the country that that is one of the few in the world that gave them the opportunity to do what they're doing. It allows them to do it, to say what Jesus, you want. Jesus, you know, I, I will support your right to uh, call me names uh, or, uh, you know, uh, but it's just wrong. I mean... Don't anyway. talk to Americans about America anymore. They've been, they haven't been taught anything in the schools except to hate, hate everything yeah. about it. Talk to people who move here to come here, move, leave their families, leave their entire life to come over here and become yeah. U.S. citizens. Talk to them about what America means. Yeah. yeah. Again, the, the reason they, they all want to come here is not because we're such a racist country. I, I mean, what, what more evidence do you need that we're not a horrible place to live? Everybody wants to be here. Of every color. If you said, if you made an announcement tomorrow, said, ladies and gentlemen of the world, guess what? We realize we have so many resources in this country. We have, look at all the land in the Midwest. But you fly for cross country. It's all open territory. We are now opening our country to anybody who wants to come here. You're welcome to come here. We can start a whole thing for you. You're Just come on and show up. What do you think would happen? Mm. I mean, come on. We're in. such a racist country built I on know. slavery. These people are making these people. money. These activists are making money by stirring shit up. Yeah. I'm not saying what the cops did was right in Memphis. Well, uh, I'm just uh, saying that the people preying on it to make money on it, they're not trying to change things for the better. They're trying to make right. money from it. Uh, I, I, for the record, and I didn't see every minute of, of the video, but those cops were just bullies. They were wailing on that guy. Were they, they were picking on him. They were beating him. Uh, they were kicking him. I mean, they, they, you know, they didn't. Tr- it didn't look like they were trying to murder him, but they were roughing him up. They were kicking him and beating him. 
and they were holding him down and then saying, raise your hands, and he couldn't raise his hands until so they hit him. I mean, it was just, it was brutal. It, 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 I wonder it was, why they were so mad at him. I don't, I, again, I think it was choir practice. I think they just, you know, they That's decided. It's funny, they they, like, I went to work out this morning. It's a traffic and, thing. And I, my buddy who I work out with is black, and I asked him about this, and he goes, if he would have kept his mouth shut, he'd probably still be alive. Well, again, he fought the police and he ran from the police. Why? He was in a he was in a car wreck and then he got out and fled and that's you know and so then things happened. And why when did you, he run? When you, you gotta, escalate, when you escalate, you get into trouble. Okay, you can make a point. The cop was white and I was I was scared. But the cop is black. Yeah. Why are you running from another yeah. black man? And again, I, 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 that's a cop. Yeah. And again, that doesn't excuse the five cops who were wailing on him. However, it, it, it maybe doesn't justify him or excuse him, but it kind of explains a little bit about how these things start. Same thing with George Floyd. He fought with the cops for 40 minutes. Michael Brown fought with a cop and tried to kill him. Anyway, uh, not that that matters, you know, to anybody. Uh, but still, uh, you know, this is what happens. And, and clearly the cops were wrong. They're going to get charged and convicted of murder. Uh, they didn't murder him there, but he died uh, a couple days later <laughs> and, 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 and from the yeah. beating. See what Bortz tweeted? No. Like, in what solar system <laughs> am I supposed to give a, an Obama yeah. about what LeBron James has to oh, say about please. something? What I mean, scumbag. I, I hate that. I, I, I won't even look at the name. If I see the name anywhere, I don't read it, whatever the story is. I uh, just hate him. Uh, but but uh, the, these liberal uh, people are not alone. Uh, the uh, uh, a library in the very famous part of Virginia, Major Virginia Public Library in Fairfax County, that's Washington, D.C., is paying the creator of the 1619 Project, the so-called anti-racist author Nicole Hannah-Jones, mishyphenated, the Virginia Public Library in Fairfax County, Virginia, is paying her $35,000 for a one-hour speaking engagement uh, at the McLean Community Center. It's uh, $589 a minute. Making money off of it. She is the most well-known polarizer for the 1619 Project. Essays in the New York Times saying America's founding history is more racist than has been taught. Uh, the project is the Revolutionary War was fought to protect and preserve slavery oh, from the British crown. Shit. That's their ba That's their thesis. Cool. Historians criticize it over claims, among others, that Hannah Jones stands by it. She defended her controversial horse shit. How, how about the fact that, that half, if not more, of the founding fathers... Were against slavery right. and tried to get it taken out in the very first Constitution. The first colonies in the 1620s in Massachusetts were the first colonies to ban slavery. They were religious. It started in the 1620s. It took a while, but they started. It wasn't. They came over and said, "Oh God, I can't wait to get those black folks in chains again." Yeah. That wasn't they, it. They couldn't feed themselves, much yeah. less bring other people over to feed. Yeah. Uh, the, by the way, this uh, this uh, chick, the hater of Amer hate America, hater, is getting 35 grand. Uh, she also, uh, they were going to have to fly her first class. They have to give her money for out of pocket expenses. Uh, they pay her for ground transportation, uh, and local taxpayers are raising issues with the expenditures since uh, uh, the county paid 22500 bucks as part of this thing. Uh, people are unhappy calling it a misuse of funds for propaganda purposes. Well, I would think so. Uh, someone said she's invited to sabotage American history and ideals at a library and then on President's Day weekend, a patriotic national holiday. If this isn't sabotage of our values, I don't know what is. But it's free speech. Yeah. See, she's got every right to say yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. But you should know if your public funds are, are paying her thirty-five right. or $40,000, right. you ought to know that too. 
But we're not trying to shut her up. No, we're no, just no. saying that. I, you know, I'm glad she's speaking. I want, I want people to be able to hear what she's saying. So we know that this is what they're saying in public. But you should go and say, but, uh, I don't think so. Anyway, Kim are saying who you should vote for and who not. <laughs> not that he was doing that. Brought to you by FarmhousePrintingCo.com. Right here, custom shirts, hats, signs, promotional items, all your printing needs. It's the gang down there, Eric and the boys and girls in Sonoya. No minimum order, no setup fees. They have laser engraving. If you have a bunch of chickens and you won't know when to steal them, you can get them engraved, whatever you need. They have it at FarmhousePrintingCo.com. All your Kimmer show, Holy Crap at Sports, Shannon Burke show, whatever, Jack the Good Boy, horse video, whatever. You can put all of that stuff on t-shirts and tumblers and coffee you've cups. seen the blanket we got for flounder for uh, uh for christmas and the stuffing for my christmas yep. present beautiful beautiful work farmhouseprintingco.com another update i mentioned the associated press style guide if you're in print journalism there is a style guide or i probably several but there's one the ap style guide is probably i assume the one used more than anything else yeah. or at least it has been historically i have no idea what they're doing now if there even is one yeah there is uh, okay, AP has come out with a style guide update that has been mocked uh, uh, grievously over the fabulous internet, mocking the new list of dehumanizing labels to avoid. Uh, the style book says do away with terms using the word the, which dehumanizes people, such as the French. <laughs> or the German. I swear to God. The French. Do not use phrases like the French. That's stupid. Uh, it usually posts guidelines on reported using to people such as the French. We recommend avoiding general and often dehumanizing the labels such as the poor, the mentally ill, the French, the disabled, the college educated. Right, how are you supposed to write it? Instead, use wording such as people with mental illness or... Uh, people who live in France or people who are disabled. No, <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> sorry. Uh, journalism uh, is supposed to be brevity. Well, You're not supposed to have extra uh, words. Oh, I'm sorry. This is, that's the old journalism. Uh, so now some of the reactions, uh, one re uh, correspondent said, what's the rule for the Associated Press? Uh, people experiencing journalism at the AP have their work cut out for them. Should we stop referring to the AP style book and refer to a style book experiencing stupidity? <laughs> <laughs> the AP is run by children. Uh, they're particularly included, uh, tickled by the inclusion of the French. Uh, the has been canceled, y'all. Uh, John Gabriel joked. He said, instead of the French, please use snail-sucking Galwallises. <laughs> Galois. I wonder what people with uh, national problems have. For example, people experiencing Frenchness. <laughs> Unclear why it's preferable to refer to French people as people with mental illnesses rather than just calling them the freaking French. I guess this is us all over the place. They've been doing style changes uh, two years ago. They recommended avoiding the word mistress to describe a woman in a sexual relationship with a married man. Uh, don't use mistress for a woman in that thing. Uh, it's financially supported by a man who's married to somebody else. Instead, use an alternative like companion, friend, or lover on first lover. references and provide additional details later on. One other, uh, no more illegal immigrant. Uh, they also started rejecting the term fetal heartbeat, late-term abortion, claiming they were too overly broad and misleading. Bullshit. Yeah. Uh, they have an update for the AP Style Book Twitter account announcing it would include both pregnant women and pregnant people 
as acceptable. <laughs> uh, pregnant women or women seeking abortions is acceptable, such as pregnant people seeking abortions. Hmm. Uh, this goes on and on and on, but I, I can't take it. Uh, oh, listen, can you get the uh, soundbite flounder of a, uh, of a famous, uh, late famous gentleman who did a famous TV show? No, no, no. It's the one uh, you sent it earlier as part of a feed, or maybe Pete sent it. And it's from uh, Freedom Family on Instagram. Oh, uh, Remember that one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one. Okay, this, to give you an example of how things have changed. We just talked about the actual style of speaking and writing Mm -hmm. uh, has changed so much. Now, here is an example of someone you know and uh, you would trust with your children and your grandchildren forever. If you could hire him as your baby, uh, uh, babysitter, consultant, friend to your family, you would. As a guy you would love to have as part of your life, probably, for certain circumstances. And yet here's what he is saying that uh, he would never be able to say today. If you boys are boys from the beginning. If you were born a boy, you stay a boy. Girls are girls right from the start. If you were born a girl, you stay a girl and grow up to be a lady. Only girls can be the mummies. Only boys can be the daddies. Yes, sir. Everybody's fancy. Everybody's fine. Boys. Yeah. Boys are boys and girls are girls. I say dig them up. Dig them up and put the bastard on trial right now. Cancel him and cancel all his shows. On this day in history, in the 1600s, they dug up Oliver Cromwell's body. Oh, I was going to mention that on my date book. Tell the story. Put him on trial, found him guilty, cut his head off, and put it on a pike for several years outside of London. And that's what they'd do to Mr. Rogers if he said that today. They dug up Cromwell and did it. It was on the anniversary of years earlier of of he had someone else's head chopped off because he turned the king's head. And so they chopped off the king's head and then realized years later it was Cromwell who was responsible. So they they dug him up, hanged him, cut off his head, put it on a spike, and and did it all over again like eight years later. They hated the king, they loved him, then they hated him. Him and they loved the king, so they just. It, it was basically when the Democrats took back power again. That's what they dug up Ronald Reagan and cut his head. Uh, that's what they did. In fact, I, I'm amazed because I read that in my little date book <laughs> and I thought, oh hell, Pete, Pete will yell if I try to bring up Cromwell no, from 1640. <laughs> I know it's a great story. <laughs> but it was right in. I remembered it from reading my book over the weekend of what I was going to pick out to say, but I, I did not put it on today's history list. Ironically, but luckily we got to it anyway. All right, anyway, uh, so there's uh, there's Mr. Rogers and uh, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, just a couple of quick things, a couple of record things. Um, they did an actual study, and it turns out, and uh, we all knew this, that almost all most most, most, most Georgia voters are very impressed with the way Georgia's elections were handled, basically, uh, that the new laws were wonderful, that nobody was deprived a drink of water when they wanted to go vote anywhere. Everybody got the da-doon-da-den to bing bang boom and it didn't have, there was no impact on any elections or anything else. Hey, Stakey, big fat loser Abraham, how about that for your $150 million you raised to say that we were uh, discriminating against getting people to vote in Georgia? Here's our apology for being called yeah. Landsman. And what was it? The, uh, the Jim Crow. said it was Jim Crow, too. Yeah. Where's our apology? Yeah. President uh, President Pervert Kinko uh, actually said, uh, 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 he used the phrase uh, uh, Jim Crow, too, in the Georgia voting laws. How about a little uh, something for the effort, you know? Where's our all-star game? Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, honestly, if you, what more proof do you need? In, in, in all the elections, more black voters than ever have voted. Than ever. I know. 
They don't. It, reality who's doesn't matter. Who, who's, who doesn't Nobody. have a chance to vote? Nobody in this country can be denied the right to vote for color because you'll be on the six o'clock news yeah. within an hour. Yeah, that's right. Uh, somebody's cell phone is going to get you uh, and you'll be uh, doxxed immediately. Uh, speaking of the liberals, the uh, prayer breakfast, the national prayer breakfast in Washington is one of the most visible, longstanding events. Uh, it's uh, they talk about religion and politics in Washington. Well, now no longer are they going to the private religious group that had overseen it for decades and decades because people are saying it's too divisive. It's too divisive because the Democrats are now divisive. The Democrats you know, claim they want equity of all. The, they want exactly the opposite. They want to divide you by category. Tribes. Tribes. Yeah. yeah. This inclusive business is bullshit by the Democrats. Well, the, the organizer for this year's breakfast, which is this week, Thursday, will be the National Prayer Breakfast Foundation. And that's headed by former Senator Mark Pryor, a Democrat of Arkansas, and Chris Coons, uh, the Senate ethic. He should be kicked off the Senate ethic. He's a slime bag. Yeah. He's, a, he's a dirty, stinking liar. I mean, he's just he, he's a filthy, vicious liar. Uh, they got to get rid of this scumbag. But anyway, here we go. Now the Democrats are complaining about, uh, you know, I, I don't know. what. I, I'd make about. a bad joke there about you can't get rid of him. Oh, well, no, you can't, you know, can't save get it. rid of. No, 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 you just can't get rid of the man, <laughs> the gentleman. Anybody named Jim, you just can't. <laughs> just say it. Uh, a couple when of you change your name, then you're in, uh, then you'll be fine. Um, uh, a, a quick thing. Um, I have never been tempted to hop into an abandoned running police car and drive off. I have to say, I, I, I mean, I I've seen police cars mind. where a cop is out writing a ticket or something, and you could jump in there and take off. I mean, I've, I've been in circumstances where you've seen it. Um, well, a guy did it over the weekend, uh, 2 o'clock in the morning, Saturday morning, Greenbrier Mall. Uh, police were making a traffic stop. And the officer was working on the traffic ticket, and some guy bolted into the cop car and took off. And the cop is yelling, "Yo, back! Get out of that car! Get out of that car!" 29-year-old Mikhail Parker. Uh, and the cop says, "Somebody just got in my patrol car." So they had a, they had a police unit up in the sky that located. They knew where he was. He raced away. Uh, he got something like eight miles away. Lost control of the car at uh, Hank Iron Boulevard in People's Town. Uh, crashed it over. Turned over on its side and came resting between some railroad tracks so the cops got there and by the way they were following him but uh, they were quote following him at a safe distance well everyone they got a tracker in every one of the yeah, cars yeah but again they weren't chasing him they no. wanted they wanted they were going to let him you know get to do it they were going to find him so they weren't chasing him so they couldn't be blamed he's with got, this crash he's got fingerprints all over the no, i'm <laughs> just saying the reason they're doing it. now yeah. if they had been right behind him they'd be blamed right. for him crashing the car right so now they're saying, all right, all right fine, go ahead, okay. have a ball. Yeah. We'll catch you later, but, you know, whatever. And again, it's because they were, they were because cops are held to a standard whereby they will blame you. Any freaking chance they get, you're getting blamed. Chasing a bad guy and you get blamed because he crashes a car into somebody? Yes, that's what they do. Anyway, so they, they backed off. They finally found him. Uh, but he's stuck in the railroad tracks with his car half flipped over. Uh, the cops broke the front window as the train is heard coming from the distance. <laughs> the cop cars sideways on the railroad tracks. Uh, so the cops, seconds before the train gets there, yank him out of the car and save his life. 
Uh, and, of course, he's been charged with 700 events, but uh, I don't know that I've ever... And I, what, I mean, obviously, he was hammered or stupid or psycho or whatever, stupid. but, you know, getting into a running cop car with... A, and the lights were flashing the whole time. He was driving through, the, you know, at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> don't steal a cop car. Good advice brought to you by NGAintendency.com. <clears throat> Are you tired of arriving to surprises at your weekend cabin? Mm-hmm. Have a mountain home you're having trouble maintaining? Well, call North Georgia Intendency. We can manage your north central... Georgia vacation, weekend, or rental house so you can relax at yours. Visit us at ngaintendency.com or call 770-595-6664. That's 770-595-6664 for ngaintendency.com. Very grateful to have our board, one of our newer sponsors, and uh, very, very glad to have them. So Gavin Newsom has said something stupid. Oh, what now? Clean and sober is one of the biggest damn mistakes this country ever made. We all need to self-medicate periodically. What the? What the hell is he talking about? Want to hear it? Yeah. But wait, 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 you have a a perspective of some kind? I I, I was just coming. I guess he's talking California and calling out the addiction epidemic. So he's saying, really, you I should mean, treat yourself once in a while a little something? <laughs> you know, take the edge off. Yeah. Just wait your beat. Just wait, you know, you know. Sober is one of the biggest damn mistakes this country's ever made. I know it's a ha- hold-your-hand idealistic point of view that somehow magically, I mean, God bless some of you. I, if you're like me, I've been known to have a glass of wine at night watching some of the nightly news. Uh, we all need to self-medicate periodically. What is he talking to- about? He's trying to be. He's trying to be. You know. He's trying to be. I'm your uncle. He's trying to. He's trying to be, pull the Joe Shaw's daughter. I'm legalizing drugs. Is what he's saying. Well, he's saying. He's saying. I'm. You know. Kind of a fatherly guy. That's okay. We can board together. I know how. I know what it is. Come to me. I'm your daddy. He that's just, exactly what he's doing. He just insulted everyone, including your including daughter. daughter. I, that's that's, that's, that's clean the first thing I thought about yeah. when he Who said that. Who would have died without getting clean and sober? Yeah. What is he talking yeah. about? Yeah. Where's I, AA? Where's so Alcoholics Anonymous yeah. coming out and saying? Mothers against drunk I mean, all the all the groups uh, any any drug organization or uh, oh god and again when he said the first thing i said like my, my daughter we just talked about my daughter yeah uh, <laughs> oh my god uh, who's he trying i don't does he think the, mar- the majority of the, the the country doesn't like people getting clean and sober He's, We're not being Puritans he's, here, but he's some people to, will die if you know, they don't. He's, he's running so hard to try to be everybody's daddy, uncle, warm, happy guy. That you know, it's all we'll be. We're in together. We'll be fine together. I can, you know. I mean, I, that to me, he, he's trying to. He's trying to. You know, the shirt sleeves rolled up, and you know, I'm your every man. I'm the new. You know, no more of that Trump stuff, or the, you know, those Nazis down in Florida. I, I'm the guy. You know, kind of. I, I swear I, to I God, I grew up with the Gettys. I, you know, they're my best friends. I'm yeah. at their weddings. They're at mine. Right. You know, well, I'm, I'm just like you. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I want to be your new president. But let's not hold it against me, the fact that my wife was banging Harvey Rapestein uh, on the yeah, side. Yeah, let's bring that up. Uh, let, you know, and uh, that was okay because she was trying to get ahead in show business. So I don't blame her, you know, for putting out for Harvey and his little oyster dick. Or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> Jesus. I got to do a little editing air flounder for the Saturday run back, I'm pretty clear. <laughs> yeah, By the way, I guess we're no longer doing the her Poe intros, which is fine. I don't care. Well, no, because... Remember you had me take it out because you couldn't be loud enough? Yeah, I thought we did, I thought we did one when I was actually on the air that was weird, but it doesn't matter. I, I, we, it's, I it's mean, I, I, can, I can add it back. Yeah, the only it reason, does, it's stupid. It doesn't matter. Well, we it were doing it on Fridays, but I, we're not on Friday anymore. Oh, is that what? Ah, yeah. But if you want, I can add it to the yeah, Thursday. I'm, I'm happy to. Oh, I don't yeah, care. I don't care. No, let's but we're still doing the Friday call-in thing, right? Yes. Oh, by yes, the way, yes. I mentioned the thing about the headphone thing. We'll and by the way, I thought last Friday was one of your best... One of your best ones. You sounded great. 
You know, because I could hear them. That's <laughs> I'm serious. Well, I, that and it's a lot easier when you don't have to have yeah. your phone yeah, and you exactly. can. So I mean, I still think you should drive in every Friday. And yeah, you know, I should do that, especially <laughs> now with the new. Yeah, I heard you guys this morning. Holy crap! All right, time out for the people around the world. I've been in Finland, my baby. How you doing here in Aragon, near uh, and, and South Africa and Australia? Um, fly, I hear the guys this morning. Okay, you're driving down 400 and you want to go at 25. All of a sudden, uh oh, it's gone. Where do I go now? And no one knew where to get off. There was an all new route. Because what happened? Like this and happened. It was raining too. I, I was almost at a complete stop at the 400-285 exchange this oh, that, morning. And that's a miserable Be- because uh, turn. when you're coming down 400, going south, going towards the city, yeah. and you're going to go to the battery, you go 285 west. There were two lane exits, that and you have now, to cross uh, over one yeah. if you're not. So careful. now that is closed. Because you get on the exit back at Abernathy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah. So yeah. I didn't realize that this morning, and it was raining, and I was like, holy well, shit, well, where I'm am I? Going 285 east to 400, getting off at Roswell Road in Glenridge now is like, oh, my that's God, a, there it is. That's but, that same that, area right there. But if you're getting on 400 north, it really is nice. It's like you go up on this like spaghetti junction, you go up, and poof, you're on. It, that, it was well, nice. That, so. Anyway, a word to the wise if you're... In the area, excuse me. Not that I will use that anymore. No, not anymore. I wouldn't think so. Uh, oh, God, excuse me. Where am I getting them? Uh, hiccups from, for some reason. Probably from talking too much and uh, getting breathing air. I bet it's from talking too much and getting like that. And by the way, I'm shortening as a breath. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm getting hiccups. I'm saying oh. the reason you get hiccups is because you get it's like or burping, you're like a baby trying to breathe and drink milk at the same time. You, the air gets in your face. You know what changes that? Yeah, no. A cold splash of water to the face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and by the way, I almost died again this morning trying to drink my cup of coffee. For some reason, every once in a while, I will be breathing while I drink, and it goes into my lungs, and I start choking to death. I mean, literally. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a, it, it, the older you get, your muscles in your mouth and your throat don't work I mean, as well as they used to. I, I, I my said, dad I'm going to die. That. I'm going to die right here in my chair, uh, you know, writing down stuff for the podcast. And so it's I, water. Well, he had his pen in his hand, and it, you know. It's just water. And it, it's, it's, yeah, like it's you, coffee. I know. Well, coffee, yeah. My, you're warm, not hot. I mean, just drinking. Uh, <laughs> you're in a hurry, too. You need to stop and think when you're doing I guess. That. But yeah. I don't want I mean, what a way to live. I have to think but before I take a sip of liquid. <laughs> well, you're in a hurry, though. You're not paying attention, and you're in a hurry. I guess. Anyway. Um, uh, what's that? Ste- no, Steven, for some reason, wanted me to ring the bell. Oh, well, I, now that's just me, just me being on the show. Uh, <laughs> if we could do a little less me, we'd be a lot better off. Is that what you're saying, Steven? Thank you. Uh, <laughs> bastard. Um, a, a couple of quick crime things, which I think are fairly amusing. Uh, a, a, a quick examples of when you can shoot at somebody stealing your car and when you can't. Okay. Okay? All right. First of all. First case, here's an example, and I think we've all been there. Uh, Midtown Atlanta, a guy stepped away from his car, left it running at uh, like 3rd Avenue, Midtown Atlanta. Somebody hopped in the car and started driving away. So the uh, 28-year-old gentleman from Lawrenceville who owns the car pulled out his gun and started shooting at the driver. Uh, The driver got away. The car was recovered later that night, but when the police got there, they arrested the gentleman from Lawrenceville who fired the weapon because uh, you're not allowed to try to shoot somebody running away from you. Uh, Georgia law, of course, allows you to use force to prevent certain crimes like theft or trespass, but not if it's deadly force and not if the force is likely to be deadly or intended to kill. On the other hand, you can use deadly force in the case of another crime. Now, in that case of this guy with the guy's driving off with his car, 
car, but somebody. he was not in danger. You can hit somebody else. What I always do is first I shoot for the gas tank, and then I try to hit the tires. So I go low, have a ricochet off the street, so you can see the you can see the red line like a tracer bullet. So I always I always shoot low first. In fact, if you're if you're, if you're coming across somebody who startles you and you need to fire off a couple of rounds at him, always start low so he can see it in front of him. That, that's the old gunslinger thing. That's right. If you're shooting at a guy and he sees a bullet right at his feet, he's going to react to it. If you shoot and he goes over his head and he never sees it or hears yeah, it, I, what does he know? So I always say, always start low, and that's when I shoot at a, a car or somebody. I always shoot low toward the rear tire so you can see the spark and the flame, and then aim at that to try to blow up the gas tank so the guy burns alive in the car that he's stealing. That's what I've always done. Now, yeah, so you can get in trouble for that in, in, unless you catch the guy. Well, now, that's what you do with a gun. What's but, that? But when you have a knife, what you do is you take several steps toward the, the uh, person, <laughs> and then you trip and fall and at their fall feet. you fall in your cowboy boots. In the back of the head. But anyway, go ahead. He ends your misery forever. <laughs> At 12 feet, eh? <laughs> I could have gotten there in less than a second. <laughs> Except I tripped when I'm a face plant in the freaking hallway. <laughs> now, second case. Teenage girl uh, is facing charges because she was driving a guy away from an attempted car break-in. This was uh, 1 o'clock in the morning, Browns Mill. Uh, a guy thought he saw, or did see, a man saw somebody suspicious breaking into his mother's car. Uh, the guy who witnessed the break-in at 2 o'clock in the morning said the guy in the car shot at him, so he used his gun to return fire uh, and fired at the victim who shot back again. Uh, and uh, what happened was that the, the car uh, break-in guy was not hit, but the girl in the getaway car was. And she was, uh, she was shot, but she's been arrested. As the getaway driver, even though she was shot, the guy who shot her is not being arrested because he was fired at first. So if someone's trying to kill you or your life is in danger, use deadly force. If the guy steals your car and is driving away, then I suggest uh, trying to blow up the gas tank to burn him on fire. But again, that, you know, that could go either way. That's a, Hi, kitty. Here's little kitty. Hi, little boy. Uh, a couple of quick things here. Oh, we're going to hear from uh, when Flounder comes back. Is he doing lunchtime? Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, we'll ask what's on the menu. Uh, when he comes back, we're going to do a, a soundbite of why you should get drunk slowly so you can be more uh, part of the team. First of all, a couple of things. Oh, oh I, I forgot to mention this earlier. Speaking of the drive toward equity. Yeah. So the liberals can have everybody get the same outcome, no matter how qualified you are. Hence, we, we get a woman on the United States Supreme Court who is so dumb, she can't, she doesn't remember what XY chromosomes are wired different from XX is, is too stupid to be able to define a, how she's going to uh, judge a case based on gender or, uh, you know, sexuality is beyond me, but she's so dumb, but she got her job because she's black and she's uh, female. That's the only reason. Yeah. Nothing. Go on. Oh, okay. Go. Uh, all right. So here we here we go again. This is right up her Just alley. Air, airing out my underarms. Yeah. Uh, here you go, right up her alley. The uh, Federal Drug Administration, the FDA, has now come up with new rules doing away with the three-month abstinence requirement for donations from gay men to be giving blood. It used to be that if you're gay and you have sex, or if you're not gay, but you're uh, whatever, whatever the, if you're a toaster, you identify as a wheelbarrow, but you're having sex with another man who identifies as a you know, grilled cheese sandwich, whatever you want to call it. If it's two uh, bing bangs going in the old bing bang, uh, it used to be that you had to wait three months to give blood so they could see whether they made a difference in whatever to get see what's if you got your AIDS bug in there and the blood thing there. Now they've changed it. If you're gay or have a bisexual relationship guy on guy, uh, you can donate blood now for the first time in decades. 
It's fine. You can blow. You can donate blood now. They're trying to have AIDS equity. Why should only people who have been donating blood from you know somebody who got away with I it know. get AIDS? Everybody should have a chance to get AIDS. So now, if you're gay and you have a, you're a gay thing with a gay thing and hingy hungry hingy hungry, you can give blood because what the hell we all have is we should all have the same chance of dying of a horrible disease. I mean, come on. Because then everyone would be on the drug. That stops AIDS, and Big Farmer will make more money. That's right. By the way, if yeah. you get blood from no somebody problem. who got the shot, and you didn't get the shot, do you now have the shot if you got their blood? Uh, I would assume. It's got to be in you. Does it, does it go away? Well, on the other well, hand, they claim maybe, it go, maybe, around, maybe it dies out after time. When I had well, we my... Uh, <laughs> well, when I had... I mean, I've had... Uh, chemo that that doesn't last forever i mean you know so that didn't last forever and i had the uh, radioactive stuff put in me and that dies but that wasn't messing with your rna right yeah yeah i I know i I, again i I, but there's so much there's so much we suspect but don't know yet but we're gonna know at some point we're this is all coming out if we get if some some ballsy leadership by the gop maybe uh we'll actually get to the bottom of some of this stuff but again we're you know it's they're talking big right now but that's so far that's you see we're great britain now will not allow anybody to get a booster under the age of 40 no yeah came out a week or so ago no more getting boosters under the age of 40 because of the myocarditis and all that stuff well then, how, then are they sharing that with us i mean are they giving oh, us yeah, the same our, information but see they don't have the big pharma problem that we do not Jeez. as bad see their big pharma doesn't run their government as much as ours runs ours wow yeah which reminds me, did you see the Project, update on Project Veritas? Did you see the Project Veritas thing? Google has... About the gay oh guy? Oh, my God. Uh, and again, uh, what, on a day. Why is that not... Uh, that? Why is that not the number one news story on every TV because station Because of what Pete just said. Well, he's, he's unbelievable. gay, and he points out, and Pfizer squashed it, you know, within a few hours, Facebook phone calls have off. been made, and they took it down yeah. from almost everything yeah. except they, Twitter. They cleared him, they, they, they scratched his name off the internet that has him doing anything right. to do with Pfizer. Yeah, and he was the king of the in charge of that department. He literally said, to pr- impress his date, that Pfizer is off the books, kind of, maybe even illegally, yeah. messing around with the DNA Game and RNA and the gene. Research. Search. Which he won't call it gain yeah. of function, but he says it's close. And, he, and, and they start talking about how the regulators and the government won't regulate yeah. Pfizer and them because yeah. they're all expecting to get jobs from them when right. they go. And he goes, it's a vicious circle. And he goes, That's why they it's, never it's good down. for the government and it's good for Pfizer. It's not so good for the American people. Yeah. And he basically admitted that they're doing behind the the scenes research what they're not supposed to be right. doing again the video was of a project veritas researcher pretending to be on a date with another guy who was the head of the farm of the uh, uh, uh pfizer department in charge of uh, uh, testing all the drugs and and research and things like that he basically admitted he said well you know we we in order to find out how our uh, uh, vaccines might work we have to see where this drug might go so we try to test to see if we can figure out other things the drug will do so that we so the bad drug will do, the virus will do, so that we know how to 
combat it. He's admitting they're testing the virus they're, to see how they can change it so yeah. they can make more vaccines, which will, yeah. they will be selling to the American people. They're mutating so, yeah. the virus. So they can make more vaccines to be in the ball game of here we go again, here we go again. It's never going to end. And he also said that in his opinion, he thought that it escaped from the lab in Wuhan. Yeah. That we all knew, yeah, we all knew that, that Stephen uh, Colbert <laughs> yeah. tried to get everybody to shut up about. Yeah, yeah that's right. And, and again, when he got out, eventually, you know, the thing, and then he got outed. Some guy tried to do an interview. The guy tried to do an interview with him, and he starts squealing like a little girl. He says, "I was just on a date. I was just on a date. Oh my god! Oh and my he god!" Fights he, him over he, the, he's throwing. He's shoving people. I mean, just see the cameraman, the I big red shirt. The cameraman, <laughs> bam! I shove him in the chest and almost throw him through the window. It's hysterical. He's jumping on top of the the laptop and everything. Yeah. Still laptop like a. It was, he got it was caught. Embarrassing. Yeah. He got caught. I mean, and I'm telling you, some of the best eight minutes of television you will ever see, and it was on Tucker Carlson, and, and Facebook scrubbed it. You couldn't, you couldn't Google it. You could not look it up. It was up, up for it a while. Scrubbed it. And then it yeah, disappeared. Disappeared. Big, uh, Pfizer started making some calls. Unbelievable. And again, this is the lead. The, uh, the guy kept using the phrase cash cow. The the Pfizer guy used the front. He said, "Oh, believe me, uh, when we, if we can get the viruses and we can get all the other as well, it's a cash cow. It's just a cash cow." What, he makes, literally said, "He said they're doing this for the money." How many dates did they have to go on before this guy was so opened up to him like this? And what did this, po- what did this every- reporter have to do? To well, get the yeah, date? To take one for the team. I guess. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Can I quote you on that? <laughs> what, was, what was that movie of the Jackal or something with Bruce Willis? Yeah, who pretended to be yeah, well, he, he, he took the guy from, home. And oh then, boy, yep, yeah, bing, bang, boom. <laughs> anyway, so and again, they're now. How they're far going. will you go for the truth? <laughs> How far? What do you do for a junior mint and for Klondike bar? I can see the meaning. We'll watch his face and say, yeah, we're going to have you do Oh, that's great. I can set him up. Yeah, do this. He goes, now, of course, you're going to have to you know sleep with gay. him. The man's gay. Yeah. Why? I'll say bye. What was that? Um, okay, yeah, of course, you have to sleep yeah, yeah. uh, By the way, uh, did you, uh, do you watch Jeopardy anymore? Have you seen Jeopardy at all? I tr- I watched it last week, and they had the celebrities on, and the, the questions were the so dumbest. Sorry. Yeah, founder, do you, were you ever a Jeopardy fan? Or yeah, I mean, I, like I'll watch. Anytime I'm over at my dad's house, I'll watch it with him because yeah. he's always got it on. And growing up in the house, it was always on. Well, there, I haven't watched it in a long time. I used to be a big fan. Just when Alex Trebek was on, I always enjoyed yeah, it. I always it's, enjoyed it. Uh, well, now there's a new there's a new controversy. We'll get to that here in a second, just very quickly. But first, uh, can we do our, com- our, our comedian guy? Yeah. Uh, he, he's kind of doing a takeoff on. Uh, well, speaking of uh, the governor of California, who obviously is a lush and a drunk, uh, here is a comedian whose name escapes me entirely. My flounder could probably tell you here shortly. Sam, uh, who is it? His name is Sam Talent. Sam. All right. Sam, I'm sorry, Sam what? Talent. Ta- <laughs> Talent? Sam Talent. Uh, anyway, here's uh, Sam uh, uh, giving us a little advice on uh, inebriation a little bit. We'll say this. I'm enjoying a long night of Miller Lite, everyone. Yeah, Miller Lite, sir. You, say, you know about this? All the kids are going crazy for Miller Lite. Uh, Miller Lite lets everyone know, I'm here to have 17 of these. I'm going to gradually become a problem. In about five hours, I'm going to be an issue, but until then, Miller Lite. Miller Lite, the official beer of weekend custody, everyone. (laughs) Weekend custody, Miller Lite. She's not coming back. 
<laughs> yeah. If you give your stripper money to go buy drugs, she's not coming back. <laughs> you see where Miller Lite is having a commercial against Coors Light, and they're going to have some kind of contest. Well, that's for big stakes cool. right there. That's huge. St- well, if it's real, they yeah. just use people who, if they do it live, you're taking a chance. Yeah. I'd like to see that. Mm-hmm. Although they probably have the Coors beer would be warm or, you know. Yeah, they <laughs> both suck. Yeah. They, yeah. Oh, I, you know, I, in fact, I've, I'm not really much of a beer drinker. I hate, I hate beer that you, I'm sure, love. I hate European beer. I hate thick, Heineken. syrupy, like Heineken and Lowen Brown. Heineken, oh, Heineken Light is actually really good. Heineken Light is actually really good. Well, there, uh, there, there is a, I think it's a, I think it's a Budweiser. It's either a Budweiser or a Miller Light that has a very, really cool light beer. Uh, like it's, it's called, I don't know, 82 calories or something. I think it's got a number, 53 or something. Ultra Light or something? No, it's not, it's not Ultra I think it's got a number in the title, like Miller Light 53 or something like that. And it's tangy and crisp, which I used to love with the, uh, like Chinese food, for example. I'd go by, but I'm not a beer drinker, so. Did you have a big Sing Cal drinker, were you? Like, well, no, oh God, no, 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 no. That's not a bad beer. <laughs> What's that? Sing Cal? No, no, uh, Bombay Ba. You're talking about that? Bombay no, Ba. Sing Cal's Chinese. You're talking about Vietnamese. Vietnamese yeah. Anyway, that's a, that's a whole different set of circumstances as well. Um, okay. Uh, oh, oh uh, quickly uh, to the Jeopardy thing. Uh, there's a Jeopardy champion named James Holheiser, who is very, very famous. Uh, Holzhauer, I guess it is. Holhauser. There's another three-time winner named Yogesh Rott, who is something of a jerk. Uh, the champion James Holzhauer is pouring fuel on a controversy after a recent game show when the winner slammed it as a bad judge of gazing real skill. Uh, the contestant is Yogesh Rout, who ignited a firestorm on social media when he claimed after he was in a top-tier quiz bowl personality, he was a top-tier quiz bowl personality, took first place on Jeopardy, which he says is really just a glorified reality show. There's really nothing to it. It's no big deal. Uh, well, this guy Holzhauer says anybody who's ever used social media to criticize Jeopardy should get a lifetime ban. And he fired pot shots at Raw, calling him one of the worst contestants of all time. Uh, he's the worst ever I've seen in the show sore loser, so full of himself and completely devoid of any personality. Uh, maybe the worst winner ever. Um, as smart as this guy claims to be, he sure is a nimrod. <laughs> uh, uh, he claims he was a victim of racism, this guy Rout, the, uh, the nasty winner, uh, telling one story about a kindly-seeming white grandma who told him to live a more balanced life and stop spending all this time memorizing trivia. He said if, if the only way an Asian person could possibly know facts about her culture is by memorizing them rather than by living a life full of agency and passion like a real American or so I mean oh my god it's just <laughs> I, I was watching it Friday they had Patton Oswalt who's a funny guy but a complete liberal turd yeah some yeah. guy I'd never heard of and Michael Sarah. Oh, he's been a funny he's guy. Funny. <laughs> he's funny. From Arrested Development and the yeah. movie of, about the uh, two, uh, 2 BC, or he would play the K, or played a religious yeah, guy okay. yeah. back in biblical times. Uh, he's just a funny guy. He's a funny guy, yeah. So he's on there, and he's the dumber <laughs> of the three, actually. Yeah. And here's the question. Well, first of all, he had a daily double, and he bet it all, and everybody was like, yeah, and he won. He oh won my. that, but Patton won the whole game. But anyway, they get, the question was, in 1922, Howard Carter, archaeologist, discovered this Pharaoh's tomb. King Tut. King Tut. What Michael is King Sarah Tut? Michael Sarah said Nero. 
Nero? Nero, the Roman fire guy. Remember? Yeah. 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 He's not a pharaoh. He's not even Egyptian. Yeah. So the other two are kind of looking at him. No, it wasn't a joke. He meant it. Okay. And Mayim Bialik, who was doing it, who has two degrees, she's brilliant. She's she's actually a doctor. She's like, no. (laughs) 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 It was funny. He was was a guy who was on a a, a talk show, somebody's show. might have been... Uh, Larry Sanders when he was pretending to be on the shore or something and Michael Sarah, you know I think I hope you know what you're talking about yeah. um, and um, and he, he's on the show and they said and it was asking about his love life or something and said well do you, have, do you have a girlfriend or I mean are you dating ever been engaged or married whatever and he said he said uh, well I'm asexual Predator, and the one thing I've because <laughs> 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 he started now. talking again, Predator, uh, <laughs> and this is like 10, 15 years yeah. ago. You probably couldn't even joke no, about that anymore. You can't joke about that now. I mean, uh, again, we played Mr. Rogers. Can you imagine anybody on PBS playing that soundbite? They would have that pulled show? the show. They would have pulled the show off uh, public television. Oh, it would have been gone. Yeah. Again, he said it. And he, that means he meant it. He meant Mr. it. Mr. Rogers didn't play around. Man was an ex-Marine, you know, sniper. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> or Carnegie. That was, yeah, he was a Marine sniper. That was the other one. Captain Kangaroo was a Marine. But, and, he, and in fact, he, was, he, he, got, uh, he, got, he enlisted right after uh, uh, D-Day or something in, in the 45 oh. or whatever it was. So. But he was a Marine. I don't and Lee Marvin was shot, Captain shot in Kangaroo. the ass. What's that? I don't want to hear anything disparaging about Captain Kangaroo. No, no, I loved Captain. I never missed Captain Kangaroo and Mr. Green Jeans and uh, Bun- uh, Fuzzy Bunny Rabbit. Bunny Rabbit and who was the cat? Not the... Uh, the Dancing uh, Bear. The Dancing Bear, yeah. And uh, oh my God, I never missed Captain... Uh, and Miss uh, Arlene Francis, uh, Ding Dong School. Uh, but but Excuse Captain me? Kangaroo. What uh, was that? Ding Dong School. Well, Mrs. Miss Francis. What did you study in Ding Dong School? It was a study about boys and girls. <laughs> um, uh, it's true. It's the Terminator T2000 is alive. Yes, there's a tiny robot that can melt, escape through prison bars by sliding through the bars, then reform into its solid state Ugh. and do what it's being told to do. It's a metal microbot made of liquid metal microparticles that can be steered and reshaped by external magnetic fields. Remember, I, I probably They're don't do anymore. They're going to through your pipes. Remember in, back in school, we used to do it where you take a, 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 a thing and put little uh, uh, pencil uh, lead crystals or something on it, and then underneath you take a magnet and move the magnet, and all the things would move, you know, showing how electromagnet, uh, you know, mag- magnetism, electricity, and so forth. Anyway, so now they've gone, th- this is like the uh, Terminator monster that can be melted down, chain shapes, and then go back to its shape again. Uh, they say the robot can be used for good with clinical mechanical settings by reaching hard-to-reach spaces in like a body. Um, the robot was presented as part of a metal microparticle study known as the type of, quote, magnetoactive phase transitional matter that can morph, shape, move quickly, and be controlled easily and carry many times its own body weight. 
This material can achieve Terminator 2-like performance, including fast movement, heavy load bearing when it's in its solid state, and shape changing in its liquid state, according to, guess who? Ching Feng Pan, an engineer at Chinese University of Hong Kong. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the Chinamen have come up with a uh, new melting liquid robot Terminator T2 robot killer. Comes up to your commode and bites you in the ass. That's right. You'll never know what got you. That's funny you brought that science up. Because yeah. you can understand what you were saying there. Here's why we don't, all of us don't study physics. Yeah. Here's a, just something that they put in a normal I story. I, I never got physics. I hated physics. Well, there's things on Netflix and Amazon you can go on that, that have a very good job at explaining it to idiots like us. But here's something that was in <laughs> Tech Explorist. It was like normal, it was about curved space. They invented curved space in a laboratory now. Something Einstein talks about in space. space is cur- Gravity the, and all that. That yeah. there is no infinity because it just goes in a circle, but who knows? You tell me, this is what, what they say. And they, they did it like we're just all supposed to know this. All right. The description of subsequent dynamics and related questions in cosmology requires an understanding of the quantum fields of the standard model and dark matter in curved space-time. Even the reduced problem of a scalar quantum field in an explicitly time-dependent space-time metric is a theoretical challenge. Uh, I disagree with the space-time metric. Uh, I think what happens is... <laughs> I read it three times. I still don't know what it's talking There's about. There's no way we can understand this stuff. These, you know, they're, 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 my, they're only people, certain minds that can get any of this. Right. And then you got to wonder, well, do they even know what they're... Is this real? I mean, they're just, you know, space they're looking up. at they're looking at little teeny dots on a screen that came from, you know, seven billion years ago, and they're explaining yeah. what it is. They say, How do you know? And they put it up there like, we all supposed to go, wow, oh, there it is. It's a new element. It's the G42X seven element oh my god no no really i mean it's all theoretical they use computers to say well if this little teeny thing is this and maybe it means this over well, here this or something qu- they're making these quantum computers now they don't know how they work <laughs> I but know. they get they've gotten them to work i know and they're going to talk to themselves and i mean i, I this I, <laughs> they will become aware and again again the technology for ai and for artificial life is all you guys <laughs> all you just have one of these brilliant guys who is so big on the anti-human movement yeah. and, and get them and they invent something that just takes care of humans. Well, we need fewer people to get better resources so you know just eliminate like you know seven states and a couple of foreign countries and Spread it out a little bit. (laughs) Oh, my God. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs with Blue certified. Nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Um, okay, a couple things here. Um, did we talk about the Australian Open yet? 
Oh, the tennis oh, thing? Novak. Tell the little people. Novak. Jo- 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 Novak Djokovic, who, who was banned last become- year from the Australian Open right. because he did not want to get a shot. And still has not gotten a shot. Nope. He's been banned from all over the world for the for a year, US. for two years now, the US. including America. Yeah. He won the Australian he won Open. Won the Australian Open. And he was balling like a baby. He said, this is the most, I think he said something, this is the most important. He said it was one of his won. most important wins. Well, it, set yeah. rec- it set a couple records, so. Well, I think he's he's either now the number one or uh, tied with the number one winner of all time of anything. Although I think Margaret Court's got 82 victories or some silly thing. I yeah, but she, she played at a time when a lot of the top players yeah. would not anyway, go to Australia. It's, it's an incredible achievement. And I've I've always liked the guy. He's He's been a straight yeah. shooter. Uh, he's always been, he's, he's always seemed, he said, you know, I come from a small country, so to be able to achieve something like this is a real i mean he's just very humble and nicest I've serbian i've him. ever I, seen he got a good sense of humor he has fun yeah. on the court too i mean yeah i've always i've always been i've always respected him i've always joker. admired him and respected him uh, Djokovic. Uh, um a uh, couple of birthday things we have an anniversary salute uh, salute and i'm gonna and i'm already nervous about it for stupid reason that i'm still not over my hatred <laughs> sorry we'll get to that in a second first of all uh a couple of uh, birthdays you've known gene hackman Former Marine, 93 years old today. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, and he's been, his acting has been, I mean, I've, I've always enjoyed his acting. But the funniest role he ever did, I think, was when he was in Young Frankenstein playing the blind guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who would have thought Gene Hackman would be, you know, that, More coffee. That, that's just Gene Wilder's sense of humor, I guess. I mean, how, how would you pick Gene Hackman to do that role? I mean, but it's funny, but he had just great. He was 93, a jarhead. Uh, Phil Collins, the uh, famous singer of uh, things, is 72 today. Christian Bale, man, this is one psycho actor. He can, he's a great actor, but he is, I think, half nuts. 49, Christian Bale. Uh, Curtis Strange, old Mr. Egomaniac, 68 today. Move over Ben Hogan. He won the U.S. Open twice, so he says, move over Ben Hogan. Yeah, Curtis Strange, you're no Ben Hogan. I'm sorry, he was a friend of mine. Um, a Flounder's history guy wrote this, the following uh, on the birthday list. Quote, Darth Cheney is 82. Some people call him Dick. I know the guy he shot in the face with a shotgun does. <laughs> um, and, oh, also, um, uh, got it right here. Okay, Charles uh, Dutton. Is uh, Charles S. Dutton is 72. When I saw the birthday list, I thought, oh, he's the, wasn't he the guy from uh, from uh, Tootsie and the Sting? And, and, then, and then I looked up again, no, no, no. He's the black guy from the movies like Rudy and Alien 3. He was in uh, Gothica or something, A Time to Kill. He's a pretty well-known no. uh, character actor. Uh, uh, but did you know about his life of crime? Charles S. Dutton, a popular sitcom Rock, R-O-C, in the early 90s. He was a family man, worked as a garbage collector to help his lazy brother uh, earn money all the time. Charles S. Dutton, you can Google his face, you'd recognize him immediately when you see him. He served seven and a half years in prison for manslaughter after getting into a fight with a guy on the street that he killed. Dutton dropped out of high school in the seventh grade at age 12, became an amateur boxer. His boxing name was Rock, R-O-C, hence the show name. He said the dude that he was fighting with actually started the fight, but what the guy probably wasn't aware of was that Dutton was trained to use his fists as a weapon. One thing led to another, and he killed the guy. While in prison, 
Dutton received an additional eight-year sentence for fighting a prison guard. He once said, quote, I got three years for killing a black man and eight years for punching a white guy. Uh, that wasn't the end. While he was serving his time, he had a fight with another inmate who stabbed Dutton in the, the actor Dutton in the neck with an ice pick. Uh, by then, Dutton had a rep for not taking anything off anybody, he began to change his outlook on life, decided not to retaliate to teach the other guy a lesson in prison. His punishment for their fight was to spend six days in solitary with one book. They said you can pick one book and bring it into solitary with you for six days to read. He picked a book about black playwrights. After he was able to touch the concrete on the prison cell block again, things really began to shape up for him. Uh, he said, the only thing you were allowed to bring was one book. I brought the anthology of plays my girlfriend sent me from the outside. I meant to grab something else, but took it by mistake. But for the first three days, I couldn't read it. The hunger hurt too badly. He was starving. After that, by the light that shone through the two inches between the door, I could read it. Out of solitary, he convinced the prison warden to allow the inmates to start a drama club for their Christmas talent show, and the warden said yes under one condition, that Charles S. Dutton, the criminal and the boxer, get his GED while he's in prison. Amen. He was a dropout at the age of 12. Dutton agreed. After that, he was hooked. He was relieved, uh, released after serving seven years, thrown back in the pen several months later for another three-year sentence, arrested for possession of a deadly weapon as a convicted felon. Finally, after serving the last three years, he was able to pursue his dream, went to attend a university in Townsend University in Maryland, earned a master's degree from the Yale School of Drama. And that is actor Charles S. Dutton, the criminal who uh, has and a degree from Yale, a master's the rest. arrest of the story. And I have one more rest the of the story, story, too. I actually oh, got a couple rest of the stories. Oh, what's that? We're kind of pushing it here. Oh, I am pushing it? You can't save those for the next show, or...? Oh, are we in a hurry? I thought we were supposed to go like two and a half. We only we're go two. We, two. Oh, no, two. we didn't oh, even start till, no, till uh, yeah, one. Keep going. Keep going. We didn't even start till one o'clock. I'm just making sure. You... No, no. I, 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 listen, I worked on this oh. by Jesus. I'm reading it, son of a bitch. <laughs> 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 a you can say whatever you want. <laughs> okay. In, uh, in, in our uh, history, listen to the figure, a couple of things. Uh, 1969, you guys will know this. I don't know if you know the whole story. The Beatles gave their last performance, 1969, on this very day. It was impromptu on the top of the recording studio in London. By April, Paul formally announced it was all over for the Beatles. And FYI, their last show on the top of the studio in London on this day, the cops showed up and made them stop. Yeah, because people were complaining about the noise. 42 minutes. <laughs> Uh, 1962, the State Fair in Detroit featured the Flying Wallendas performing their magnificent seven-chair pyramid 35 feet off the ground. Seven chairs on a tightrope off the ground. The pyramid collapsed. They tumbled to the floor, killing Wallenda's son-in-law and his nephew and leaving his adopted son, Mario, paralyzed from the waist down. By the way, on the if you watch the Get Back thing on, uh, was, where is that, Apple? No, get Disney. Back. Disney. The oh, Get Back yeah. uh, documentary. They uh, argued for months about where to have this concert. They weren't going to do it in front of the Great Pyramids. Really? They were going to do it in front of an old Roman place in Tunisia or something like that. They were all these places. And finally, 
Let's Screw just it. Do it up on the roof. And it was great. I mean, that was, it was, it was per, actually, that was probably perfect. Yeah. As it should be. Uh, let's see. Uh, 1848, James Marshall finds a gold nugget in Coloma, California. Yep. Word got out, and soon thereafter, half a million people flocked to them, our hills, the, the, you know, the 49ers, the gold rush of 49. 1948, Mahatma Gandhi, Mohandas, Mohandas Mahatma Gandhi, had angered Hindu extremists by going on a hunger strike that almost killed him to stop the fighting by his own countrymen. So a right-wing Hindu militia group in New Delhi assassinated him on this day in 1948, Mahatma. Uh, 1972, Northern Ireland, British soldiers shot and killed 13 Roman Catholic civil rights marchers. They call it Bloody Sunday, 1972. 1862, the Navy... American Navy launched its first ironclad ship, the Monitor. Uh, let's see. Oh, here we go. In uh, 1835. Oh, wait a minute. Did it? Where's my? Uh, Took a little. Oh, trip. I see what I did. Uh, oh, I found. Okay, I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, 1835. Andrew Jackson became the first American president to survive an assassination attempt. A guy with two pistols attacked the 67-year-old president, but both pistols misfired. So President Jackson beat the crap out of the guy with his walking stick. His nickname. Old Hickory. His army brass called him tough as old Hickory. His Indian troops called him sharp knife. Thomas Jefferson called him dangerous. Thomas Jefferson said this about Andrew Jackson, who would come on to be president. Quote, I am much alarmed at the prospect of seeing General Jackson become president. He is one of the most unfit men I know of for such a place. He has very little respect for laws or constitutions. When I was president of the Senate, he was a senator, and he could never speak on account of the rashness of his feelings. I have seen him attempted repeatedly and is often choked with rage. His passions are no doubt cooler now, but he is a dangerous man. Uh, Jackson, others say, was a stone killer and dueler, a violent man. No qualms about spilling blood. His treatment of aboriginals and was yeah. dreadful. He defied the orders of the courts yeah. when he put the Cherokee on the American version of the Bataan Death March. He was yeah. dead on right, said Jefferson. He did do one thing right. He killed the National Bank, which, as we know, came to be the federal reserve to haunt our economy uh, but uh, yeah. today he would have been put on trial for genocide and war crimes yeah in fact uh, when the Supreme Court told him he couldn't do it he said we'll tell their army to meet my army yeah. basically yeah I mean he was he, he yeah. was <laughs> that's he was that in a lot in a ham sandwich yeah. Like was. yeah he was uh, tr he was trouble he was dangerous uh, two things uh, well first, first let me do this one to get this out of my system out of the thing it still it still bothers me a little thing uh, this was in, uh, on this day in uh, 1968 Viet Cong suicide squads launched a massive assault on South Vietnam during the holiday known as Tet the Tet Offensive the new year uh, hence the name Tet Offensive and it was an effort to humiliate American troops. By the way, we won, but so did they, and it did work back in America more so than Vietnam. Now, a couple of things. Um, uh, in, <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, as you know, I'm, uh, okay, I, as you know, I've, I've mentioned before, I was a former Marine, I was in Vietnam. Um, have you, other than one exception on the radio when I was challenged, have you ever heard me talk about what I did in Vietnam? I've talked about all the, boy, the times that I was so, have you ever heard me, my exploits, anything I've ever experienced, known, seen, other than the one time when a guy on the radio asked about something, 
Have I ever been known for going around trying to talk about no, Vietnam? Not about the actual service. You talk about like teaching language, uh, no, English. No, but I mean, I, 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 you know, you know, I was there, but I've never tried yeah. to extol some kind of heroic sort of event. You know, at that time, I never, you know, kind of. Flounder, have you ever heard me talk about Vietnam? No. Okay. Uh, when was your dad there, by the way? Do you remember? You know, offhand, seventies. Early 70s. 70s. Um, and again, I, I, was, I got there. Uh, actually, I got there the first few days of February. The, the uh, uh, Tet Offensive had started. It was so bad that we were all on lockdown. But anyway, uh, whatever. Um, and, I, and I reason, uh, I'm, I, I'm only mentioning this at all, uh, was because I still get um, very upset when people uh, like uh, Danang Dick Blumenthal, the uh, senator from, uh, from Connecticut, uh, claimed many times that he was a Vietnam veteran, when in fact, he was a Vietnam era veteran. A Vietnam era veteran is fine. God bless you for serving your country. But don't claim you were a Vietnam vet when you served in, you know, uh, Nebraska and you didn't go to Vietnam. Fine. God bless you for serving your country. But don't pretend you were something that's called false valor. It's claiming false valor. The same thing with the guy who attacked me on Veterans Day the year after I was the uh, Grand Marshal of the freaking Veterans Parade. And then I go up there celebrate. The guy spits in my face and headbutts me. So I put him in the freaking hospital. He goes in the newspaper. They, he had me arrested. He had me charged with a crime. I had to go to court. Of course, I got I, nothing never happened to me because he started it. I should have killed him. Um, and I told him that, too, by the way. Uh, anyway, uh, and, and he and he was in the paper saying, you know, he was a Vietnam veteran. And, uh, Kim Peterson was a was a war criminal. He was not a Vietnam veteran. He, again, was in the army and got kicked out or something during the time Vietnam was going on overseas. So, again, this false valor stuff. And I had and again, I, I've never I've never said anything about me other than I'm, I've never claimed to be a hero or anything else like that. I've never claimed anything about anything. But it still bothers the crap out of me when uh, it, it happened happened recently once on the radio guy challenged me saying you really shouldn't be talking about Vietnam I never have and the second one was on a podcast that it happened uh, challenging me as though I had no right to say anything about Vietnam when I never have anyway and just for the record uh, I'm just getting out of my system because it still bothers me if you if you make a claim that's false and you try to make something about somebody else you know you, you're asking for it so just for the record now a couple of, uh, of happier things I will end with one more quick happy note uh, about the Vietnam thing I think <laughs> um, February uh, uh, 1st uh, was the ancient battle of the imperial city of Wei, the, ca the old capital of Wei, Vietnam, was February 1st. On the 5th, it was the famous battle of Khe Sanh. Uh, uh, you've heard of the term the DMZ, the demilitarized zone. They used to call the DMZ the dead marine zone because that was uh, the I Corps, which was the top part of the north of uh, Vietnam, meaning where North Vietnam comes into play. Anyway, um, they overran uh, Khe Sanh, and then, uh, as it turns out, the bottom line is that we won. Uh, American troops were uh, were caught totally off guard, and we still won. We clobbered the Viet Cong. Uh, it was a high cost, but we clobbered them. However, the characterization and the media coverage of what happened back in America was such that everybody, including Walter Cronkite, later that month in 1968, uh, after a trip to Vietnam to see for himself, Walter Cronkite came on with an editorial on CBS, which, by the way, uh, was was very unusual. Uh, they used to do Eric Severide used to do an editorial. It was marked an editorial, which is fine. If you do that, that's what it's placed. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, it's just part of the news is your editorial. Walter Cronkite, late after the, right after the Tet Offensive that same month, uh, came on and said, it is increasingly clear to this reporter that the only rational way out then will be to negotiate, not as victors, but as an honorable people who lived up to their pledge to defend democracy and did the best they could. Lyndon Johnson, the president of the United States at the time, said, if I've lost Cronkite, I've lost middle America.
Mm -hmm. And those are the two things about uh, the, the aftermath of the Tet Offensive uh, that, uh, that I remember in particular, and of course, you know, anyway, just for the record. Now, uh, something happy, uh, a little happy note. Uh, Flounder, uh, it was on this day in 1933, this was heard publicly on broadcast media for the very first time. The Lone Ranger. So funny at the end of the movie, and I like the movie. I love the end of the movie where the army argument. Oh, the Johnny Depp version. Oh, I thought that was horrible. Oh, the end of it. He goes, "Here, what do you think about this?" And he went up on the horse and reared it up and said, "Hi ho, silver away!" And Johnny Depp playing Tonto looked at him and goes, "Don't ever do that again." I mean, it was you had to be in the movie. It was funny. If you were high, it would be a great movie to watch. The Lone Ranger and Johnny Depp playing an Indian makeup with weirdest costume something. Oh my God! Kid on my way home from church, my dad would play that for me and my brother on the way home because we loved that song so much. Yeah, yeah. And that was one of the only when I was a kid, I had a little record player, and that was one of the uh, records I had. Really was cool. Was it was it William Conrad who did the voice? I think or so. He, uh, I think he did the announcer and uh, the radio. Didn't voice. he uh, the radio voice? And didn't he also do Matt Dillon? Yeah, yeah. He was Matt Dillon. Yeah, Big I know William, he was Matt William Dillon. Conrad. I don't know about um, uh, it's like Broderick Crawford. Leave your blood at the blood bank, not on the highway. See you next week on Highway Patrol. <laughs> white, black, and white TV show. Oh, my God. Anyway, uh, boys, that's all I got. I got nothing. So, yeah. Well, if you think you're having a bad day, think about this poor guy in Mexico. Uh-oh. He was out diving for mollusks. Oh, <laughs> I heard this story. There's some fishermen watching him. Oh, well, that's nice. So look at the guy diving for, holy shit, there's a 19-foot great white. <laughs> Comes up. Bites the guy's head off. Head off, yeah, off. Yeah. He basically bit him right in the head, bit yeah. him through the shoulders, clean but he off. took the head clean off and left the guy just floating there. Yeah. And the fishermen were, had to watch the whole thing. And they say it happened, I guess, because um, I, I guess these mollusks and the food have become so scarce, the price is going way up because nobody's doing it. So the price is worth taking a chance to go da dance with a white shark in the ocean. And they were telling them that there were sharks exactly. about. Don't do it, yeah. And don't go in but there. But the money, they wanted, the guy wanted the money. It got, you know, the times are so tough, they're willing to take extra risks. 19 foot. I don't know. That would not, uh, that, That's pretty bad. <laughs> okay, here's something we should wow. be paying attention attention to. All right. In 1987, an 18-year-old freshman named Mike Hayes funded his education yeah. by asking uh, 2.8 million people for one penny. Uh, <laughs> but how did they send it to him? I In an envelope? Know. And you'd think at some point, well, I'm already spending 20 cents on the, uh, the stamp, so I might as well just go ahead and uh, send I, him 20 cents. Well, you know what? I, I wonder if we could do it as, if you did it as kind of a gimmick saying, I'm trying to set a world record. Can you send me five cents on Venmo? Five, just five cents. And I'm trying to set a world record, yeah. and then we'll do, have a party or whatever. Great. And just fake them out. Uh, Kevin wants to point out that, uh, what's his face, Jackson started the Democrat Party, by the way. He's the one that put the jackass oh, in the Democratic I, I didn't Party. know that. Uh, for a while there, in uh, certain parts of Europe, they had a book out there. It was basically called Cautionary Tales for Young Boys. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that. Here's, here's an excerpt. 
At the village in Essex, not far from Runford, some children were playing near a windmill. To see the sails go round was very amusing, but one little boy going to examine them too closely was struck by one of the sails, which called him up and threw him a considerable distance, and when found, he was lifeless. <laughs> Boys and girls, and now... Okay, here is the list... Josh Johnson, the 49ers quarterback yesterday. Yeah. Here's the teams he's played for <clears throat> starting in 2008. And had, he was pretty good coming out of college. Wow, that's a long time. Buccaneers, 49ers, the Sacramento Mountain Lions, the Browns, the Bengals, the 49ers, the Bengals, the Jets, the Colts, the Bills, the Ravens, the Giants, the Texans, the Oakland Raiders, the Redskins, the San Diego Fleet, the Lions, the L.A. Wildcats, the 49ers, the Jets, the Ravens, the Broncos, and back to the 49ers. Wow. 23 teams he's played for. Now, you got you got to figure, if he's been hired as a backup quarterback, for, the, for now, regardless of all the semi-pro teams, yeah. They're probably paying him $10,000 a season. Or oh, more than that. Oh, he's getting more than that. Well, yeah. okay. Yeah, that's, I guess that's got it too. But every every one of those pro teams that he played for has had to give him half a million anyway, right? Wouldn't you think as a backup yeah. quarterback? I think he's got a pen, but probably not that much. Probably not. Well, but much. it's got to be six figures. I mean, and he wasn't a, with them very long, so he probably yeah. signed a very. But he, he had to small. sign a you know $100,000 signing Maybe deal. Like that. But anyway, so he's probably been, he's probably got money in the bank. Made a good living. A living. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention the amount of swag that guy has. Well, how many jerseys and stuff he's got in the closet for <laughs> training camp. So my girl told me that women are better at multitasking than men. Uh huh. Yeah. So I told her to sit down and shut up. Yeah, go. <laughs> she couldn't do either. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do either. <laughs> Here's a scenario. Two women are sitting quietly on a bench. <laughs> okay. My dog accidentally swallowed a whole bag of Scrabble tiles. Oh, he's leaving little messages uh, everywhere, yeah. is he? <laughs> Took him to the vet, got him checked out. No word yet. No word, no. He's just leaving little messages all over the house. <laughs> uh, gents, make your lady feel special, according to Daryl. Place her photo in the kitchen and write, Employee of the Month under it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> You're going to get that special birthday treatment, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was driving around Saturday looking for a place to live, and I came across Amos's Barbecue up there outside of Canton. Right. Yeah. Look at a little hole in the wall with a firewood stacked up outside. Those are the best places. Oh, my God. Barbecue. Well, I went in. I got in. First of all, as you're walking into the patio, there is this scruffy cat that looked like Bill the Cat from the old Bloomfield County or whatever. Yeah. It was Bloom County. It was, I mean, his hair yeah. was going everywhere. And he's looking at me, and he goes, eh. <laughs> and he hacks up. Oh, I'm sitting yeah. there eating my sandwich. Welcome to Roy's. Yeah. <laughs> and I went out. The barbecue was great. I would not order the macaroni and cheese. Oh, all that's right. That's all I'm saying. Okay, that's all, okay. That's all okay, this gentleman, Jim, put out a whole thing about to you about OSHA. And I forget what we were talking about, the condo flounder or something like this. Well, he, it might have been because the podcast has, has, a, has to have a safety oh, rule that's regulation right. list, I think, probably. So he did his whole thing about it, and I'll send it to you so you can read it. But at the end, he says... In exchange for this valuable advice, yep. can Kimmer provide an update on the tires on his car? <laughs> it's been a while since he has shared this info, as most of the interesting conversation... Mark on wood. Wait Mark a on wood. As most of the interesting conversation has been about his teeth and baggy jeans. Jesus, I've missed it once. He's just kidding. Mm -hmm. I asked my boss for a raise because three companies are after me. Oh, he, yeah. he goes, which ones? I said, gas, water, and electric. <laughs> yeah, who, who? <laughs> During World War II, the U.S. Army designed hand grenades in the shape of what? Pineapples. Nope. Uh, pears? Uh, what do all Americans pears. know how to throw? 
Baseball. A baseball. They made it look like a baseball. Oh, be, oh that's right. I've seen, though. I haven't, used, I haven't seen one in person, but I've seen pictures. And accuracy. Let me tell you, um, it's one of the scariest things I've ever done was pull a pin on a grenade. Yeah. Sweaty. Oh, gee. Funny <laughs> anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Kayla has a question for you, for both of you. Yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. I mentioned, a, I mentioned a damn military thing. I didn't say Vietnam. I, so I, no, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Were you in Vietnam? <laughs> no, not me. I, no, I was gay. Would you oh, run no. naked? <laughs> would you run naked yeah. through a mall yeah. for one minute yeah. for $1 million? 100%. Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah. I'd, I'd sit there and have an apple and uh, something to drink. And know? they wouldn't even catch me. <laughs> Steve Jobs' widow, Lorene Powell, owns a $66 million Gulfstream jet, burns 500 gallons of fuel per hour, and sails on a $120 million yacht. She is funding activists to make sure you cannot own a gas stove. Whose widow is this? Uh, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs, yeah. Because uh-huh. yeah. they know more than us. Well, she doesn't need a gas stove. She has slaves. Tim Allen put out a Mark Twain quote. If you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. If you read the newspaper, you're misinformed. <laughs> That's right, these days. It makes it, yeah. It's so I, honestly, it's all feature stories. It's all crap. I know. Early in his career, H.B. Reese, inventor of Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, uh-huh. created yeah. two identical candy bars. The Lizzie Bar, named after his oldest daughter, and the Johnny Bar, named after his son. What was the difference? Uh, one of them had breasts. I'm just one of them had something. The other one didn't. Uh, almonds, chromosome, uh, nuts, nuts, nuts. <laughs> nuts. That's funny. I hurt my knee slipping on ice in front of the police station. Yeah. I went inside to complain, but they charged me with a felony. Oh, felony. See, he oh, fe- God, he dear Lord. I, here's my favorite. I asked a librarian if she had a book about Pavlov's dog and Schrodinger's cat. She said it rang a bell, but she wasn't sure if it was there or not. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. While yeah. you're looking up our text, I got it ready. <laughs> well, wait a minute. We got to get our Jewish joke of the day here. Oh, let's get somebody else here. Who else are we going to do? Ethnic. Oh, Ethnic. there we go. <laughs> when, do- <laughs> when does a Mexican become a Spaniard? Uh, when did a Mexican become a... When sp- does a Mexican become a Spaniard? When he loses his quadros. I don't know. When he marries into your family. Oh, <laughs> suddenly he's from Spain. <laughs> Spanish. <laughs> Spanish. <laughs> Our Hispanic. Uh. <laughs> All right. We're only laughing with you. We're not, you know. Oh, yeah. Happy December 25th. December 25th. The job interview. Say, so, yeah, librarian, do you have any books on paranoia? Yeah, it's right behind you. I'm going to have to tell that my, uh, my, nie- my nephew married a Mexican lady. So I'll to- oh, she'll love that one. Oh, she'll Yeah, that's right up there. Sure. All right. We got the, what is it? The lobby. Okay. Interviewing somebody for a job. All right. Yes, Are uh, you the interviewer or the other guy? Uh, I will be the guy. Right. I'm the interviewer. Why did you leave your last job? Because of something my boss said. It says here you were fired. That's the thing he said. That's what he said. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. One more. Uh, a girl, a mother talking to her husband. All right. I'll let you have the punchline. You can be the husband. All right. I want another baby. That's a relief. I didn't like this one either. <laughs> <laughs> She's holding the baby. <laughs> holding the baby. <laughs> yeah, big I didn't fan. Like this one either. <laughs> yeah, that's what <laughs> up. Um, uh, boys, um, any uh, final thoughts or uh, things to look for? I need a home. What's that? I need a home. You need a home. All right, Pete, we need help for Pete. 
a house with a garage, preferably, but uh, some, yeah, you know, a that, car yeah. cover of some kind, at least, carport yeah. or something. A garage would be best. A, a guy standing, holding a big umbrella. Right. A, a gatekeeper or something like that. Flow uh, from Progressive. North Georgia, Alfred Air, north of Alfred area. And then, well, so. you know, north of Roswell North. Roswell, yeah, let's see, same, same. North of I-20, certainly, north of the perimeter. Oh, fuck yeah. North of, north of 285. North of north yeah. of Sandy Springs. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Okay, and Flounder, any uh, things going on here? Rainy week of here doing stuff. Uh, I'm actually going to go over to my niece and nephews and have dinner with them. Excellent. So. We'll give them a howdy and uh, say hi to your dad. And, Will uh, do. The whole crew. Yeah. All right, God bless America. Hoorah, I got to go. You're killing me. Stand by. <laughs> Look out. Herp and who? <laughs> team in baseball also has the most saves and people who save the most money are winners so start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only ten dollars each these bonds earn a fixed seven percent apy and there's no fees penalties or minimum balance required and they can be redeemed whenever you like you can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds go to worthybonds.com backslash save that's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win when you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs with Blue certified. Nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.